I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of who would go see Cats instead of Star Wars. Like, I don't know. And if you like show up to theater the- theater heads, it's gonna make a lot of money, I know oh, that. Oh, I mean, but... yeah. Okay, okay. But I'm just, I'm thinking the people that show up, like, like the ignorant parents that are just like, we'll be able to get into the Star Wars. Like, it'll be yeah, fine. Right. Like, no. And then their and, kids are forced to go to see Cats instead. Yeah. Yeah, but and maybe the kids are just like, this is just as good. Theater kids. This is the origin story of about a bunch of theater <laughs> kids whose parents couldn't get them, couldn't preserve tickets to Star Wars. Oh my You're, god. Uh, uh, what, what is it? What is it? What is it? Um, you either you either die a nerd or you live long <laughs> enough to see yourself become a theater kid. A theater kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, that was good. It took me too that's long chill. though. <laughs> <laughs> god. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I keep. Wait, have you seen all the reactions to Star Wars? I don't want to like curse it, but also like the the um, the, the cast reactions to like yeah. So is it good? They I've so, seen that now. <laughs> like I think it's the same people that are trying to do like that um when Game of Thrones didn't do well, uh, and they had like the cast reactions and like it was like Amelia Clark specifically oh. just being like ah yeah, yeah. best yeah. season ever yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it kind of gave off those vibes, mm-hmm. but I'm also just like, well, they all, they can't talk about it. And like, I feel like the, you know, that's like, the thing. I don't, I don't th- you're extrapolating a lot by yeah. assuming that that's like their actual like anything they say about it ahead of time is their actual opinion on it. You know? Yeah, like it's still promotion status. So it's like yeah. I get, I get that they need to like the fact that we're. I mean, we would have talked about Star Wars regardless, but like the fact that I'm talking about this specifically, like I get that like a pro- publicist is probably like yes, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I want to be hype. I want to be more hyped for it, but I'm also realizing, like, yo, I was not along for this ride from the beginning, and this is very much for the people that have been. So I, you see, that's what they're trying to make it seem like. But I, as someone who has been along there, not since the beginning, but at least since childhood, like, I, I it doesn't Star Wars feel has been along with like, me from the beginning. Right, it has not get, been along with me. From I get the that. Like, it's that, but that what I'm saying is like they keep going like the saga's coming to an end. I'm like that's what they said in 2005, and at least mm-hmm. this time we actually know those movies coming later, and mm-hmm. five billion TV shows, including one that's ongoing. Like I just I'm still excited for the movie. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited for the movie more so than I was mm-hmm. before. Like this this pat like. But for, more than more so than I was a year ago. Like now that all the mm-hmm. trailers are out and like the Mandalorian is good and everything. But I, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't feel like Endgame. Everyone's like, this is Star okay. Wars's Endgame, and I'm like, it's not. It's really okay, not. Okay, because I feel like all the marketing has been pointing to that, and I'm just like, is this actually? Yeah. Like, I think it, they're like... trying to make it seem that way, but it's like, no. Like the saga was over with three, with the first three, and then the saga mm-hmm. was over again with the second three. But it felt like it was maybe more over because you know they. <laughs> They had four, five, and six, and they added one, two, and three. But these mm-hmm. ones feel, and this is not necessarily even an insult, but they do feel tacked on. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. could watch one through six and be done. Be like, done. Yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, so it just doesn't feel like it's, it's just less special, I guess, but not necessarily meaning less good. I don't know. I mean, I've liked what Disney's done with Star Wars. It hasn't been like all mm-hmm. A pluses, but it's, you know, I think it's been about as good as what Star Wars was before, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Going back, like, like I've 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 been watching Clone Wars recently, just out of like good, like especially as I was still trying to grind through Pokemon, like just having that on in the background and like, mm-hmm. like getting distracted by whatever's going on on whatever screen. Um, but like Clone Wars, 
like you told me it was really good. I'd heard it was really good. That is, it's some, it's some good shit. That show right. is some good shit. Like, and it's crazy because I don't really like the animation style. And there's so much stuff that's just like for kids, like not just yeah. like for adults and kids, but like for kids. Mm-hmm. And yet the stuff that's just like good lore and or like more serious like war adult stuff is like so mm-hmm. strong that it like completely makes up for everything else. No, there was one episode. I can't, and I'm gonna mess up this entire thing because again, I was like. Okay. Half playing Pokemon, and you know, but like, right. like a bunch of clone troopers like got stranded somewhere. Like their ship crashed, mm-hmm. and then someone straight up died. Like it was like buckle in, and someone didn't buckle in. They straight up died, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. okay. And then they get off the ship, and like, if there were six of them to begin with, only three of them made it to the rendezvous point. Like people died right in front of them. And it was one of those like, like this is a kids show. Like, mm-hmm. oh my, like I, I, like one, I shouldn't have like you know lowered my expectations mm-hmm. for one thing. And two, like, I need to start paying attention because if people are going to just die off, like, I need to know who I should be attached to and who not to be attached to because yeah. there's some, like, telltale signs of, like, like, if, I don't know, if everyone that start like, red shirts mm-hmm. in Star Trek, like, if there, if there yeah. are those signs, I need to find them so I don't, you know, make a not mistake. Not that I'm aware of, but, uh... Okay. Because I'm trying to think, like, there's just so many characters in Clone Wars and since not everyone is in every episode, it's, like, mm-hmm. hard to remember... And it's where, like out like, of order, everyone right? Everyone ends up, yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's a chronological order, and then there's the way it aired. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think it really messes up the flow of the show to watch it in the way it aired. Like the chronological order, I think is. I always thought it was part of the show. Is that like these are just assorted stories from throughout the Clone Wars, so it didn't really matter that they mm-hmm. were in order. So. I, okay. I mean, yeah, it's still the like the bits with Grievous, like the mm. like there was like a three episode arc with him. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um, like, I, I want to give my, like, comprehensive thoughts once I, like, actually sit yeah, down definitely. and, like, like veg for a while. But um, and I'm we, really we enjoying can, it. I don't want to jump ahead to, to our main topic too much, but, you mm-hmm. know, I don't have, I'm not going to have a lot to say about this later, so might as well talk about it now while we're on the subject. The new Clone Wars season next year, in February, I'm very excited for. We, t- I, we probably talked about it a bit or in a previous episode, but it's going to be about the Siege of Mandalore. So it's going to be... I, have you gotten to any of the Mandalore stuff on Clone nope. Wars? Nope. It's, it's fire, and the fact <laughs> that the Mandalorian is a thing now makes mm-hmm. it seem all the more like cohesive and like important. So I'm, I'm I mean, very excited for that. I, that's one of my I most didn't, anticipated shows of next year. Returning shows. Like when I didn't know like anything really about Star Wars other than like... yeah like the the legos and stuff like that mm-hmm. like boba fett was just like he was the guy with the cool mask and the jetpack so i like him so mm-hmm. now that like one i thought it was just him and two learning that there are more of him and now there's a whole show where mm-hmm. it's like silver him um <laughs> like silver <laughs> ground-based him steel type yeah. him steel type boba fett um, yeah it's the like, pokemon silver to Django and boba's uh diamond <laughs> <and> pearl <laughs> honestly okay like I'm, all of that said, like mm-hmm. it, now that I you know, can feel like a Star Wars fan, like I'm I'm into the Mandalorian or the Mandalorians, as yeah. a people, as a way, as a culture. This the is a way. way. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, Mandalorian's yeah. been good. It's been good. I still haven't watched this week's episode, um, so I gotta, I gotta get on that. Um, I've heard mixed things, but I haven't disliked an episode yet, so I doubt I'll dislike this one. So. Yeah, I will save my thoughts until you see it. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I will probably do a big like. Well, I think we already we've already mentioned we're gonna do a Star Wars episode, um, and mm-hmm. that'll probably coincide with either the week the Mandalorian ends or the week after. I can't quite mm-hmm. remember. Um, 
but you know obviously it'll be after Rise of Skywalker and stuff too so we'll give our thoughts on both of that's those things when we get there um, oh, but anyway this is loosely defined welcome to the show welcome um, and uh, you know I'm Bo I'm Ed <laughs> that whole thing that threw me off so um, much <laughs> I was like did we rehearse this was I supposed to say that right now like okay no, um, yeah, you, you know we're I'm Bo and Ed hello <laughs> and uh, you know this is the show where we talk about stuff um, <laughs> if you uh, don't if you don't if you don't get the sense of it already by listening to this if this is your first episode we just talk about uh, sort of nerdy things that matter to us mm-hmm. you know hopefully we can do it in an entertaining way um, and you know get get the thoughts going on things um, we have a lot to talk the, about the today um, the, we're gonna be potsters yes uh, <laughs> and there's there's uh, there's no uh, easy way to transition into this but we did want to talk about it very briefly um, because it matters to us um, on the previous versions of this show, if you guys followed us uh, when we were doing it about a year ago, we did talk about music pretty often. That's not necessarily been a part of this new version of Loosely Defined. Not necessarily because we're not into music, but just because we follow it a lot less and it doesn't quite fit into the kind of uh, nerd sphere that we're, we're focusing on here. But uh, we do want to uh, send our condolences, uh, share our, our, our grief, you know, uh, uh, just... Rest in peace, Juice World. Um, we're recording this on Sunday, uh, December eighth. Um, I don't know if it happened yesterday, but I definitely heard I about it like, this morning. I think, like he was like, I, th- I, don't, I don't know. I think it was one of those like because he was leaving L.A. going to Chicago, so like the time zone shift and all right. that. Like I would say like morning ish, but like before anyone's yeah. up. I yeah, I, all I know is I, I woke up, I saw texts <clears throat> yeah. in our group chat about it, I saw it on Twitter. Um, yeah, it was like the first thing I saw this morning. Yeah, same. Um, and it's kind of devastating. We're both massive fans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, there's really not a whole lot to say other than, you know, we're, we're sad about it. We're, our thoughts are obviously with him, his friends and his family. Mm-hmm. Um and all of our fellow his fellow fans around the around the world, um, he was only twenty one. Recently turned twenty one. Um, it's it's really tragic. Um, he was like you know, two years in the game too. Like, yeah, he was very new. Like I remember when we first discovered him was because our our good friend Jason. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we we were all living together in college, and I remember. I don't know about you, but I remember. Uh, Jason would just play Lucid Dreams, mm-hmm. which, if you know Juice World, is probably the song you know by him. Uh, this, is, this is definitely his breakout hit. It's probably still his biggest hit. Mm-hmm. Um, he would just play that in the mornings, so I would literally like wake up hearing that song for like mm-hmm. a few days straight, and then finally I was just like, "Okay, what is that song? <laughs> I need I need to know what this is." And at the time, it was only on SoundCloud. I don't think he had anything on Spotify. Yeah, so no. he had just been signed, but he hadn't blown up yet. Mm-hmm. It was like right in that like sweet spot. Um, so. We, you know, we all kind of like discovered Juice World around the same time, and then as he released his first album, his first singles, his second album, his collab with Future, like it was just this like incredible two-year run. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it's 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 a shame for really all of music that he's no longer with us. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, I don't really have too much else to add. I just, I don't. I'm. I've been poured up all day. Like it's. Yeah. Same. Um, I don't know. Like he, he was, <laughs> he's my most listened to artist of the Same. year, like by far, like by yeah. far. Yeah. Um, I don't know. His first, I mean, his two albums have been fucking incredible. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you haven't listened to him before, listen to him now. Yeah. Uh, he he has created several a sad boy anthem. So yes. Um, yeah. He's yeah. he's he's one of those guys who really I think pulled together a lot of different genres and tones mm-hmm. really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. Just, just, talented. just talented and thoughtful, you know. Like, um, and he, he he was doing good things in Chicago in his community. He wasn't, you know, just just a celebrity. You know, he he was a he was a real guy. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Like we could talk. Like we yeah. we really could talk about Juice World for for yeah. way too long. So, um, you know, yeah, just. Um, R.I.P. Juice World. We we both we both have posted a lot about it on our social medias individually. Mm-hmm. So if you follow us, which you should, um, we you probably you know saw some of our thoughts on it already. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm drinking out of a. My brother got me a Juice World. It it's the the design comes out when the beverage it was is there hot a second ago, and uh, you <laughs> can't can see it that. now. Also, if you're listening <clears throat> to this on <laughs> iTunes or something, you definitely can't see it. But I'm drinking out of a Juice World mug that my brother got me uh, for my birthday uh, two years ago. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, listen to them all day today. So I'm going to keep, keep that up for a while. Um, but yeah, uh, no good transitions out of that real yeah. quick. Also, while we're on the subject, I do want to mention as well that, uh, Carol Spiney died as well. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of, um, and puppeteer for Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch. I'm a huge Muppets fan, grew up on, on all the Henson stuff. So that's also very sad. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, we're not necessarily going to, every time someone dies, have an in-memoriam segment at the beginning of every episode, but, you know, that just happened to hit us strongly today. Yeah, and like we, while we, we couldn't on, not, yeah, like yeah, we really couldn't not do this. I mean, we literally um, just haven't talked to each other, like, in, like, like this over mm-hmm. all day, so I think it's just <laughs> probably a good, good thing for us to just be healing, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, obviously with uh, okay. Carol Spiney, it's also very sad, um, but I, I just, I learned so, about that later in the day, and, you know, it's yeah. just, it's, it's a shitty day. It's never fun. So, very, happens, so. super crazy, hard U-turn out of this. Yeah. Not U-turn, but just hard turn out of this. Um, no, no good transitions. Yeah, <laughs> like, the only, the only decent thing to come to Twitter today was the Wonder Woman trailer so we're just gonna yeah Mm -hmm. yeah this weekend was uh, Brazil Comic Con so a lot mm -hmm. of stuff a lot of stuff was revealed but not necessarily to the public but thank god we got this trailer because yeah yeah, this was hype it's I I was clapping like I I clapped (laughs) very hard alone and like like immediately yeah. went to my brother's room and was just like just knocking on his door like yo new Wonder Woman trailer and then realized like, you, you don't fucking care and then went back to my room like <laughs> just yeah like, I mean, he, he cares but just not enough for me to like mm-hmm. be so hype um I'm just gonna jump into it the goddamn Kingdom Come suit I never thought mm-hmm. I never in a million years thought that we would like now that we have Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman and mm-hmm. it, this is not gonna be the same like it's not they're not gonna you know meet up and then fight but I right. want them to oh I want them to like Gal Gadot already had like the Wonder Woman look down, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like my favorite Wonder Woman look on like the Wonder Woman, and it it like she looks fantastic. Like I, yeah. like her riding like the goddamn lightning was yes, awesome. Literally riding the lightning. <laughs> like I on it. Like I don't, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know. Just the fact I, I the movie could be an hour and a half of just Steve Trevor just being like. What is this? Oh, okay. What is this? Oh, okay. And then as long as she puts on the armor at the end, I don't care. Like I, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so down. And Kristen yeah. looks dope. I mean, my my <laughs> biggest, I think, I think a lot of people's biggest issue with the first Wonder Woman is that mm-hmm. 
the final act wasn't as cohesive with the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just, you know, I think at the same time, it also had some of the strongest moments of any Mm -hmm. superhero movie. Um, And this looks, you know, ready to to do a lot of the same and hopefully is a bit tighter as an overall film. Although I, not to say I don't, I didn't love the first Wonder Woman. I really did. I think, I think it's one of the best movies DC's ever made. Um, So as a follow-up, I'm really excited for this. And, uh, I was skeptical about Steve Trevor coming back, but just seeing him there, like, mm-hmm. Chris Pine killed it in Wonder Woman, so yeah, I, I'm hyped to see him return. I honestly, like, I think that's my favorite role I've seen him in, even though I, I wouldn't have expected to have said that because it's just a supporting role and he's done so mm-hmm. many leads, but, it, and it's not necessarily even a diss to his lead performances. He was just so good in that mm-hmm. in that particular movie. And um, I what you said about him kind of being the fish out of water. Yeah. And like, I love that they're flipping that because yeah. the whole first movie was her being the fish out of water mm-hmm. and yet still having control of the situation. Him like being like, no, no, you can't do that. No, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And now finally it's like Wonder Woman gets to be like the one who's like yeah. in, completely in control of the situation, completely knows what's going on. And I'm really excited to see that. I also liked how hard they leaned into the 80s aesthetic. Oh, I don't know yes. why I thought, like the poster oh, yes. gave that impression, the title <clears throat> gave that impression, but for some mm. reason when the trailer started, I was like, wow, they're really leaning into that. Like this feels like a Stranger Things trailer, you yeah. know? Like so all the mall, the mall stuff. Yeah. Felt like, yeah. <laughs> I, pa- Pedro Pascal looks great in mm-hmm. that he, they somehow made Pedro Pascal not look great. Um, <laughs> yeah, he looks, you know, like uh, they they like they put some doing, Christian Bale vice like I mean, yeah, not, exactly. not that drastic, but you know. Mm-hmm. No, I got what you're saying though. I mean, they're clearly doing some kind of like play on like '80s Trump or something like that. I like, guess just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. It's do. too early to say without seeing the movie that this mm-hmm. is like, aha, great, Wonder Woman is going to take down Trump. Like, I don't know. It's still I mean, like he's, a he's mass Maxwell appeal Lord, blockbuster. Right? So yeah, okay. yeah. Um, it's still like a mass appeal blockbuster, so there's mm-hmm. a chance they don't go that far. But it looks like it from this, um, so I, I think it'll be really interesting. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, this movie was supposed to come out this year in the fall, I think. Um, and then they pushed it back to the summer because that was the date they originally wanted for it. And I think that, like, because like, they wanted it to be a summer release. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Rather just, than a, okay. like a fall release to be more, to kind of stand on its own uh, a little bit more. And I, I think that seems like that was a good call, especially with all the special effects shots in this trailer, they probably needed that extra time to get them right. Because that, that mm-hmm. lightning riding looked pretty that, good. Yeah, like, it was... Pretty good. The fact that I didn't have to question, like, what the fuck is she doing? It's like, no, I can tell that she grabbed onto that lightning and mm-hmm. swung onto it, like, some kind of weird... Not weird, mm-hmm. like, fucking Wonder Woman. Like, this, yeah. I, this, <laughs> I have never in comics seen her do that, but also, mm-hmm. why not? Like, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. and, and, and going and back to... Just, Oh, no, sorry, just going back to what you were saying about um, the fish out of water dynamic being flipped, like, like I love Wonder Woman for the, for her comic versions, like the the battle yeah. hardened, like, like yes, she is closer to like God of War than you know anything else. Like, if you need to send someone into fight, you send in Wonder Woman. Like she's the muscle. Mm-hmm. She's the, like she's angry a lot of the time. Like it just I don't know. Like I I, I yeah. love that version of her, and I'm excited to see if we get that with this because I'm hoping that um. What? How much time has passed? Fifty years? I can't. Remember. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, it was. Like yeah, the, like sixty years. Thir- sixty years. Yeah, since like the twenty or the late teens. It was World War One. Yeah, late okay. teens. 
So, it was like it was like the end of the war, so it would have been like literally like right at the turn of the decade there. Yeah, I d- I yeah. don't remember which war it was, and I'm bad at math, so either way, my number. <laughs> a long, long time ago, Wonder Woman was active, and she's been either active in hiding, what observing the world, like more active in yeah. the world. I want to see if that has taken a toll on her, and how that takes effect on mm-hmm. Steve Trevor, who I think was like, like he brought like his like one his performance was great, and I think the fact that he was like. Like he was her introduction to the the evil of man or whatever, but also yeah. like her real symbol of hope and like the mm-hmm. like the goodness of basic humanity, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, I want to see how that dynamic flips, and I just want to see Gal Gadot like angrily punch things, like yeah. angrily. I mean, the, seriously, that action in the first one was so unique so and so good, so good that I, I I mean, the trailer gives me no indication to think that it won't completely match it if not yeah. blow it out and we're going back like, to Themyscira yes I was worried about that for some reason cause like once they leave Themyscira in Wonder Woman mm-hmm. 1 they don't like yeah. even cut to it later to show like Robin mm-hmm. Wright or, or I guess she died but whatever yep. um, <laughs> you know to show the uh, uh, Amazonians just being like hey you know what? wonder where Wonder Woman's at okay <laughs> move on <laughs> like it was probably unnecessary to that story Ooh. but still um, I'm, I'm glad we're getting a return plus they just announced uh, today, or, or at least it was reported, I don't know if it came directly from DC, that they're doing a spinoff centered on the Amazonians. Oh, I'm down. DC, so. for their, their streaming service? No, I think a movie. Oh, oh, word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like how they're doing a uh, horror movie spinoff of Aquaman based on The Trench, which I'm like, I don't care about, but... I know. didn't know that was happening. Yeah. That, that was announced a while ter- ago. That sounds terrifying. I'm not, I would not want to watch that movie. <laughs> Well, it's it makes sense because James Wan is such a horror director mm. first, and he you know is responsible for Aquaman. So, um, makes yeah, sense uh, if you've got the, we, we, the, we'll, the water. We'll touch on a lot of uh, the other upcoming uh, superhero stuff later. We we got mm. other trailers this week between that and Black Widow and the new Bond trailer and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll mention some of that in a bit. But before we get into our main topic, we would like to talk about the video game awards, where um, we will probably see a, a lot of other trailers for yes, for new games. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and uh, we, we don't have to get too much into this because the actual awards will happen in not too long and we'll be able to talk about the winners and the mm-hmm. losers and the announcements. Um, but, you know, the uh, nominations were uh, revealed and the video game awards are not... Video games don't quite have their Oscars or their Grammys yet. I mean, but this... I think over the last couple of years, the uh, video game awards have been starting to push that, at least in terms mm-hmm. of getting the media attention. Yeah. Um, and the, the announcements help with that. So I, mean, I think real... And that what? that one developer, that one I can't, and this is horrible. I can't remember the year or the name, but the mm-hmm. developer of um, the game where the two people escape and it's co-op, well, whatever. He was drunk on stage and was just like, "This is better than the Oscars. This is the Oscars for video games." So like, <laughs> like since then, I was just like, "Okay, yeah, this is the Oscars for video games." So like, mm-hmm. like I, I do want to give it like, like sure, there's not like the central like the one. Mm-hmm. But also, if I had, like, I don't know, if someone put a gun to my head and said, what's the Oscars for video games? It'd be, like, the Game Awards, like, Jeff Keighley's Game yeah. Awards. So, like, I'm, I don't know, I, I always get excited about this this year. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah. You know. You you really got me excited about it last year, so mm-hmm. now now I'm, like, I'm down to be, be a part of the hype train this time. Because last year um, they announced fucking Joker at, uh, in, in, in Smash. Yeah, Joker in Smash, not Joker. The I was movie. about to say Joker um, in Persona. I was just <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we won't go down the entire list of nominees. Y'all can look that up yourself. Um, yeah. But we do briefly want to talk about the game of the year. Um, mm-hmm. We got Control, Death Stranding, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Ooh. The Outer Worlds. Um, and 
I haven't played all of these. I've only played two of them, um, and I've only really beaten, I guess, if you count <laughs> Smash Bros. as something you beat. I've only beaten one of them. Um, but I, I'm maybe like a fourth of the way through Control. Uh, but I, I know it got a lot of love, and I'm enjoying what I'm playing so so far. But there, there are a couple things I wanted to talk about here. Re- mm-hmm. Really two. One, I just find it interesting that the Resident Evil 2 remake got game of the year like i know it got great reviews Mm -hmm. but like as far as i know it's a pretty it's pretty much just a like it's not like a reimagining right like it's just a straight remake right i mean it's from what i can tell it's been um like let's say like let's say um pokemon like had never had any of the generations between like like they'd never had two through seven it's like that level of like oh wow so you just complete quality of life like you took everything that made the original game perfect right. and like like what you loved about it. It's like like yeah. the best. I guess it wouldn't bother me if like Heart Gold and Soul Silver got nominated for Game of the Year, so I shouldn't let this bother. Yeah, me, it's, so. it's 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 yeah. you know it's it's that level of um of okay. remake. From what That's I can fair. tell, I have That's not played fair. the game personally. Yeah, because I am um, a scaredy the, boy. I I do briefly want to talk about whether or not Smash Bros has a chance of winning because I don't know how you feel uh, given that you've played uh, Sekiro and Death Stranding. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, Smash Bros, for me, at least of these games, would be the one that I would call Game of the Year. Granted, again, only played two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think in terms of, like, it's, it, the hype around it, the amount of players it has, the, the, the reach it has, it definitely has a good case for it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, maybe it's just because it came out, like, at the very beginning of the window um, for Game of the Year. Or, or maybe it's the fact that it's, it's not like a, you know, I feel like... Awards typically go more towards the story-based, like, mm-hmm. AAA games. Yeah. But I, for some reason, I just... For, for those reasons, um, I feel like Smash doesn't really have a great shot at winning, and I feel like it totally oh, should. absolutely not. I mean, okay, yeah. so... <clears throat> I agree. So, yes, I, I agree with all of that, but I also mm-hmm. think that, um, like, it has kind of... It doesn't... I don't know. Like, I... I know... F- without a shadow of a doubt that I love Smash Ultimate and that mm-hmm. I would give it, like, if I had to put a number on it, like, probably 9.5 out of 10. Or a 9 yeah. out of 10. And, like, the only reason I'm counting it out is, like, Nintendo's online, which I can't blame just Smash for. That's all of Nintendo. Yeah. And then, like, their lack... Like, I... World of Light was not what I wanted. But also, yeah. if I... Like, any any single-player content that's not Subspace Emissary 2, like, I'm just gonna be mm-hmm. upset with, so that's kind of on me. Yeah. So, like, whatever. Um, <laughs> I feel that completely. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's on me. The, also, it's, there's a part of me that's been disappointed with Smash since Brawl because of that. Um, yeah. As much as the games have been have been great and arguably better than Brawl, like it's still just mm-hmm. like, but Brawl was a more complete game. But anyway, yeah. You know, um, like I got to fight Rayquaza as Star Fox in yeah, yeah. like so uh, you know <laughs> you'll never you'll never yeah. recreate that until Stage you recreate that. Stage bosses are kind of ass. Like like oh very ass. I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't like them. Um. um <laughs> But I don't know. It just seems like yeah. it's it's Smash. Like it's it, to me, it's. I would be happy if it won, but I'm also like, mm-hmm. they didn't do anything. Do you new. think them not giving like, it to Smash is them taking it for granted, though? You know, like because Smash is one of those things that like it is a once in a generation, like console generation game. Like these mm-hmm. are, it's one of the most hype games of every console generation. It seems like it should be an obvious game of the year contender every time it comes out. And yet it just feels like... It's, I mean, but it, we've it, also it been playing Smash. We've also been playing... Like, Smash has been... 
Like it, it's one of my earliest, if not my earliest gaming memory. So like I, for right. me, I can't go in with this bias of like, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't like love smash. Like to other people, it's just like a, a, not even a fighting game. Just like that right. one weird Nintendo game where Kirby can smash or has smash can punch, <laughs> um, Donkey Kong yeah. in the face. Like it's, I just think you got it. I don't know though. Like it's, it's a game with 70 plus characters and most of them are pretty unique and mm-hmm. it's balanced. Like how, like balanced? that is a feat. No, um, <laughs> no it, like I, I agree. for no, a game with about. 70 plus yeah, characters, it's pretty fucking balanced. And honestly like, with this last patch, it makes everyone kind of, or not everyone, yeah. but it makes a lot more people a lot more viable. Um, like there's usually like for the, at least in the year smash has been out. I think mm-hmm. at any given time, there's maybe been no more than like, five characters that are like completely like Re- like out of out from of the meta the yeah, yeah like that that are completely unusable in like tournaments but even then like definitely there's higher there's a hierarchy but mm-hmm. you know it wouldn't be like ridiculous to see someone using like a lower tiered character yeah unless like right it was now, like little mac or something anyone. but yeah mm-hmm. i mean even th- i've seen little macs on like my mm-hmm. my youtube feed so like yeah um i don't know just going back to like the like i i don't know from what I can tell from just my gaming bubble and all the influences I follow, it seems like Resident Evil 2 is probably going to take it. Just because, really? yeah, because it's like the most complete, like everyone that has played this game, like the, mm-hmm. and also, like, let's be real, like it's a bunch of like older heads that have played the original yeah. and that are comparing it from there. And also, um, I think horror games are like, I can't even say that they're making a comeback because I can't personally say that they fell off after a while. But like, yeah, like I feel like there's been a renewed interest in the quality in for them boys. has definitely like like the like the the universal acclaim has been more common for horror games. I think in the yeah. last couple of years, uh, yeah, and there's been a lot more unique. I think versions of them and mm-hmm. VR has I think helped horror oh, games. Oh yeah, as well. Um, I mean, Resident like, Evil just Seven seems like a natural fit for for VR is horror games. Like Resident um, Evil Seven was one of the first games that like one of the first horror games that I considered getting and like I I don't fuck with horror games like at all so like I think um yeah I mean and also Capcom has honestly been on fire with like their non uh Marvel versus Capcom stuff like mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I mean Street Fighter's been like meh like I I've been I I always keep an eye on Street Fighter just to see like is it worth coming back like I want it I want to yeah. jump back in at some point but like I need to know if now is the time mm-hmm. and they're in between generations. Yeah. All of that said, I want to talk Death Stranding because it got like yeah. eight or nine nominations, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of like I don't know when I first saw that I was like, Kojima is best, like super good friends with uh, Jeff Keighley. And then, like, after just a little bit digging, or a little bit of digging, fucking Jeff Keighley really doesn't have anything to do with the nominations or anything like that. It's just, like, they give you who put stuff up for nominations. Um, like, yeah. kind of funny and what's good games and IGN, just all the people that you would think. Um, mm-hmm. But Jeff Keighley himself has, like, no say in it. Um, right. And, like, the more I play Death Stranding, the more I'm like, like, oh, oh okay, like, for me, I get it. Like, I, like, I personally... I need to like get really like a, a lot further in. Like I'm really only mm-hmm. um I think like 15 20 hours in right now. Um, right. Like I still need to I don't know. I don't I don't know when the the barrier is to like really judge a, a game, but like I mm-hmm. the moment to moment of that game mm-hmm. like the audio is fucking fantastic so I would understand them <clears throat> getting the award for audio design. Mm-hmm. Like the um like it's action and like adventure, I one hundred percent understand. So like the action adventure, I'd give it. But also, I haven't played right. Control. 
Do you know if Borderlands was any good? I think Borderlands fans liked it. <laughs> but uh, I don't know beyond that. I mean, I th- that's the problem is I typically see more movies that get nominated for Oscars than I do games mm-hmm. that get nominated for either the video game awards or just awards in general. Um, mm-hmm. Just because games are more expensive and take more of their time, so I typically play less in a year than or mm-hmm. new releases at least um, than I do, you know, watch TV or play or, or watch movies. But mm-hmm. plus, um, it's like more of an act. Like you can't, you can't just like do the dishes while you're playing fucking yeah. God of War. Like, mm-hmm. um, but it's funny because Death Stranding, I think, um, has I've seen a lot of hate for it too, mm-hmm. um, and I. I <laughs> I th- last week you had you briefly had a hot take that was uh, games don't have to be fun to be good. Yes. Um, and I, I don't want to speak for the game that I haven't played, but it seems like that probably applies here. Oh no! So the entire so my thing with Death Stranding mm-hmm. is it's not like I can play Destiny and like think of other shit. Yeah. Like I can I can and I can like half. I'm not saying that I'm not having fun with Death Stranding. It's just like, mm-hmm. like I don't go to Death Stranding to have fun. Like I'm yeah. playing, like I'm playing Death Stranding to finish Death Stranding. Like I want to know. Mm-hmm. Like I, they're the the little story bit, like bits that they've laid out. Um, like actually, okay, it's it's funny. Like I showed Zion the first trailer just to give him like my little brother. Um, showed him the first trailer just to give him a context of like what I'm playing right now. Like just the kind of yeah. vibe. And I remember watching that trailer when it like at the Game Awards when it first premiered. Um, freaking the fuck out not having any idea what was going on like i just i was like i don't i'm scared but i'm excited and i i want to know what happens Mm -hmm. and now that i can like like i can't explain everything that happens in the first trailer but i'm just like oh okay yeah no this he's this is happening because this makes sense and this and this Mm -hmm. and this and this and this and And, like the world building is phenomenal like it's Mm -hmm. like to me that's the point like i i think kojima has created like one of the more interesting just fictional universes I've ever, like, mm-hmm. read, played, seen, fucking... Yeah. I'm trying to think of listen to. Uh, I mean, Gamb- <laughs> <laughs> Gambino is because the internet is a screenplay, so kind of. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like... Like, you genuinely... I, I, it's, it's hard to describe. Like, you really feel, like, at every... Like, you're so engaged. Like, I've never been more mm-hmm. engaged with the game or with, you know, any kind of mm-hmm. medium. But mm-hmm. that kind of is to its detriment. Like, literally, the, the right. triggers are dedicated to keeping balance, like, like lean to the left and lean to the right, and mm-hmm. you've got a bunch of shit on your back, so mm-hmm. if you fall over, then... like, and, and, and falling is a huge deal in this game. Like, I've fallen... I've fallen once and then crashed once, so technically, like, just two fail states yeah. or whatever, but, like, if you damage all of your shit, then that's a, that's a game over. It's not like... Mm-hmm. Like, they have the weird ghost zombies from the other di- like other dimension or whatever but your character yeah. is like immortal or who, i don't know i still it's it's, it's hard to <laughs> everything's hard to explain like yeah, I, still, I have no idea what you're talking about yeah, so i don't know continue but like like dying is not mm-hmm. so like they have the the ghost zombies or whatever that'll follow you mm-hmm. um getting and i i i was all scared because they're scary so i would avoid yeah. them <laughs> as one does like and also this this stealth i felt like right at home mm-hmm. with um like after playing Metal Gear Solid, like it, like the the weightiness of the crouch and the like knowing that okay, I gotta like stop moving with the stick mm-hmm. a little earlier so that Sam, uh, like Norman Reedus, can mm-hmm. you know stop on his own. Um, but like 
if you get caught by the ghost things, you don't die. Mm-hmm. Like the like death is not the consequence. It's losing mm-hmm. your shit. So they don't take you and then kill you. They take you and then drag you away from your shit. And that's scarier than dying. And like, <laughs> like I, like I, I, I don't know. I was delivering. <laughs> it reminds me of Yoshi's Island. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of. Kind of like instead of it's the like, bubble floating it's away, like hardcore it's hardcore AAA Yoshi's Island. It's it's. I mean, I've seen people call it um, like Silent Hill Prime, like Amazon Prime, because um, it's 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 super <laughs> yeah. scary. Or, mm. I don't. Okay, I'm a scaredy boy, so I think it's super scary. <laughs> like anytime. Um, well, it was it came off of the the cancellation of Silent Hills, yeah. so it kind of makes sense that they probably carried over at least a few ideas. Like literally, anytime it rains. Anytime it rains in that game, I just get so fucking tense. Like, that, I guess mm-hmm. that's the best way to describe it. Like, you are, mm-hmm. like, for one thing, the fact that the baby, because you have you, the little baby, um, mm-hmm. like, if you start moving around too much, like, if you start falling down a hill and you don't stop yourself, the baby will start mm-hmm. shaking. If there are ghosts around you, the baby will start crying. I'm sorry, the baby will start crying, um, not shaking. Yeah. But you have to, like, like do a whole, and also the, the okay, so for every reason I love what he's doing with like the overall uh-huh. vision. It's just the, the individual exec, like menus are really clunky mm-hmm. and it takes forever to, uh-huh. yeah, no, just it, the menus are super clunky. The text is really small, but they're patching that. But like right now the text is really small. The, yeah. um, like I like how in games, like in red dead, uh, Arthur Morgan, like if you moved him, like he's, he's got a weight to him. So like, if you just click mm-hmm. the stick, he moves a bit after. So you got to like yeah. a- account for that. But like, if I just need to turn around and hit this terminal real quick, it's it's and I've got a bunch of shit on my back that I'm gonna fall over if I you know turn over around too quickly. Like it's it makes it very hard to do the very basic uh-huh. things that I want to do, but also with the overall vision of and I and I don't know what the fuck he's trying to tell me, but I'm sure there's a <laughs> message there. Like right. I, well, a guy like Kojima has earned that level of like, I don't need to know what I'm getting up front in order to trust that I'm getting something. Yeah, so. like I, I knew I was getting yeah. unfiltered Kojima. Like I knew that. Yeah. I knew what I was signing up for. Like I, I yeah. didn't, I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew I was going to be confused mm. and disoriented and a little yeah. angry. And mm. I really want Monster Energy now because they, <laughs> like, like literally every every time you go to your room, it's just there's a stack of them on the table. Oh my god! And like when you're out in the world, because the because of you know the apocalypse or whatever, you can't drink uh-huh. water. You have to drink Monster Energy. It's like you go to your canteen and it's like you have this much Monster Energy drink left, oh and then you god. drink and piss Monster Game Energy. Game fuel, drink. gamer fuel. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I think it's I think the the Red Dead connection is interesting too because at, like that's another game where fun maybe isn't accurate for a lot of it and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like clunky stuff that immerses you but also like maybe doesn't gel with like the actual gamey stuff Mm -hmm. um but clearly the game awards had no problem nominating and awarding that plenty of stuff last year so you know i I think death stranding probably has a has a lot of a chance at winning some of these maybe not game of the year uh but even still um also another thing you mentioned was how the horror elements of it and we and you said before how horror horror games in general i think it's uh, interesting because Control, I got a lot of kind of, it's not mm. a horror game, but it's definitely spooky. Yeah. And there's a lot of that kind of vibe. It's funny. It, th- there are moments where it reminds me of Luigi's Mansion. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, there, there seems to be a lot of room for that kind of stuff now and even not mm-hmm. just specifically horror games. Um, but uh, 
Before we move into our main topic, uh, we want to also talk about games that might be revealed at the Video Game Awards, or not specifically games, but just things that might be revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we can you know talk about just other stuff that's coming up next year that is you know getting exciting us excited. Um, so specifically at the VGAs. You said before we start recording that there's like ten things that are going to be announced. Ten I, new games. That's, I think that's the number I heard. It was mm-hmm. it was like ten new game releases. I don't. Or right. Ten was the number. I don't know okay. what the. I don't know if it's like new footage of things we've already heard of. I uh-huh. took it as new releases, like new things yeah. we haven't heard of before. Because also I know that like that's mm-hmm. like let's be real, like industry people giving other like we you and I have no personal attachment to the industry part of this. So to right. get us involved, Jeff Keeley needs to mm-hmm. get the, the reveals out there. So I'm just like, if he, mm-hmm. I don't I'm, I, at this point I'm just excited. Like I, I know yeah. that the last few years, like Joker and smash was like the hypest thing that I can mm-hmm. think of. Um, but also like I, I did, you know, clap and stand up when God of war won. Um, mm-hmm. Well, like, there will I'm be good moments com- coming nonetheless, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're not going to try to predict all ten reveals, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're, I think it's pretty safe to say we'll probably get the annou- reveal or announcement of the uh, new Smash DLC character, because there's one mm-hmm. left in the uh, Fighters pack, um, mm-hmm. so we know we're getting at least one more, and then they've announced that we're going to get more after, mm-hmm. so, but we know this next one is probably coming relatively soon, um, and there's no real obvious choice especially since they added joker and terry bogard and whatnot like it seems like anything is possible at this rate that said uh uh, sakurai did tweet something that kind of seemed like it could be a hint um Mm -hmm. where he was commemorating a year since the game had been released and um he in in a tweet that he posted one of the images was all the dlc fighters on battlefield with mario there but also daisy was there so it was like Mario center stage, which makes sense, because mm-hmm. Mario, and then all the DLC fighters around him, and then Daisy for some reason. So people have taken that to think that it might be a hint at the next DLC fighter being a Mario character, and more specifically, Yee. our boy Waluigi. Yee. You know? Wow! Um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> and I think we would both very much love that. I think a lot of people would love that. A lot of people would also hate it, but fuck those mm-hmm. people. Waluigi deserves Honestly, so much Honestly, they're more. wrong. The game is not yeah. for you. And I'm willing, to believe that, I, I'm willing to believe that hint, if only because Daisy and Waluigi are, like, tied. Like, they, they have a lot of dialogue between the two of them in, mm-hmm. like, games like Super Mario Strikers and whatnot. Like, this ne- this, Waluigi hasn't been in a game really with a story, so it's hard to say specifically. But the, the two of them have been in supplemental materials and in, like, small ways been connected. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense to put her there, especially because she's, like, the... I don't know the the she's like Wario is like Waluigi is Wario's Daisy I guess so you know you can the, also like the the, the idea of like a twins. secondary character yeah. there um but yeah uh, the only reason maybe not to believe that it's gonna be Waluigi is so far every DLC fighter except for Piranha Plant who wasn't part of the fighters pack has been a third party character so it stands to reason that the last one would be as well but I think if it's someone like Waluigi just the the hype and the uh, anticipation of mm-hmm. having this character that people have either really wanted or really not wanted for so long is enough to still sell him. Um, so you probably don't need need the third party, but yeah. either way, uh, it'll be cool to see who we get as a DLC character. There's also, uh, you know, I'll, the new year's about to start, so there's going to be plenty of new games announced. Mm-hmm. I we, we, uh, we mentioned before, 
uh, we started recording that, you know, we, we were trying to think of like, what was the most, what's the most crazy thing that they could announce? I just um, thought of that, it. What's that? F-Zero. I've been saying it for so long. A new it's F-Zero? Gonna it's going to happen. That would be cool. It's going to happen. Because yeah, I, I mean, like, I personally have been playing the, um, the like F-Zero SNES, like Super F-Zero, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like, not a lot, but yeah. like every once in a while I'll remember it's there and be like, oh, I can play this. Yeah, I really hope Nintendo is like reading the data right now on who's playing <laughs> F Zero and let them know yeah. that like they, we want this. And I'm also yeah, seeing th- enough people on Twitter, you know, vocalize it. Like I thought I was the only one, but I'm not. So like, yeah. if this happens, I mean, then- Nintendo hasn't had a lot of new IPs in a while, and there's a lot of ones that they've kind of not done anything with in a while. Mm-hmm. To that point, I also think Metroid Prime Four could get some footage mm. finally, um, because like a year ago now, maybe even less, they announced that they had kind of restarted development um so we know it's still probably a bit of a ways away but i think they could finally reveal something just to give us a sense of the tone and the story Mm -hmm. and whatnot and then maybe announce some sort of metroid prime trilogy re-release which i think we mentioned in a previous episode yeah i feel like Um, that's definitely happening not necessarily at game awards but like the re-release for sure like it has to and uh in terms of uh sequels that we might get revealed um I also think there's a chance because there's been a lot of rumors about Rocksteady working on something, whether it's a Superman game that was apparently canceled or a potential new Batman game, a new Arkham game um, that could be based on the uh, Court of Owls storyline. Yeah, uh, which is so good. uh, Yeah, which is like one of the most successful Batman storylines of the last 10 years. So it'd be really cool to see them do that. Uh, Yeah, that I would be very hyped for that. If they announce the new Arkham game, that jumps to. Like that jumps very high on mm. my list of most anticipated games of 2020. I I just remembered your goddamn talk about uh, the <laughs> Sp- Spider-Man. I'm still mad about that. Well, if they announced Spider-Man PS4 too or PS5 Spider-Man PS5, then Whatever. that would clearly be my most anticipated over any Batman game. So Whatever. Um, <laughs> All right, now let, let's just what what are, what are you most looking just, forward to potentially either at the Game Awards or just in general for next year? I mean, okay, so fucking cyberpunk. Like, I, the fact, like, the fact that, like, it's, I, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't know that cyberpunk was, like, a term or, like, a, because yeah. I don't know, just as it's a kid. It's like a genre. I yeah. Like, punk. Like, like, I didn't know that, like, just the, mm-hmm. the word cyberpunk, like, the term existed mm-hmm. until, um, like, this game, like, I, I found this game, or, like, mm-hmm. you know, it was announced. Um, but like that, it's totally my favorite thing. Like it's just my favorite form of fiction, like <laughs> ever. And I, I, right. I did, I didn't realize how much I wanted a game like this until I started. Like the more I look into it, the more I'm just like, I, I can't, I can't imagine, like how long it took them to make the game look as good as it does just from all of this from the the previews and stuff like that like i I need to see more of it but also i don't want to see any of it because i want to go in blind like Mm -hmm. it comes out three days after my birthday like no one will see me again like it's (laughs) like for for my birthday i want to just disappear and like right like i'm so excited and i i can't actually i can't i can't articulate why i'm excited because it's just everything it's it, it looks fantastic the gameplay looks like it's everything that i want the the rpg mechanics look like, like they're going to be really deep there's there's a cool stat it's like health intelligence cool like i'm like you have a jacket that has a light up like a uh, light up collar and i want it and i just like i it brings up the childhood giddiness in me which comes out often but not as right. much as it does for cyberpunk like yeah 
I want the car. I'm sure that'll be a lot of... I, I think that's kind of already cemented itself on the uh, Game of the Year list for next year. And uh, Keanu like Reeves. The, at the awards and stuff like that. Keanu Reeves, yeah. Um, I haven't really... Uh, you probably know this. Uh, mm-hmm. Not you, you, not our audience, but um, <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't really been following uh, this game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just... Not... not out of lack of interest for cyberpunk specifically, uh, I, I do like that uh, aesthetic and, and, and whatnot, but um, I just don't typically follow a lot of games development unless it's like Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Um, even Spider-Man, I, I followed like trailers and like gameplay, but I wasn't like necessarily looking into very specific stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Just kind of just watching people swing around the city because that's Dude, what I wanted the puddles? to do. Um, in Spider-Man. I see, like, good example. I did not follow <laughs> Puddlegate. I was just like, what is this bullshit? Um, but yeah, I, with, with Cyberpunk, um, I, I'm i not trying to, like, lessen your excitement or, mm. or poo-poo anyone who wants to... <laughs> poo-poo. Um, anyone who wants to, to, to buy this game. Um, but yeah, I, I have been a little put off by some of the stuff that uh, I've seen from, you know, I've, I've heard about regarding uh, CD Projekt Red and some of their developers' uh, views on trans issues and uh, specifically how that pertains to this game. Um, I don't know enough to say uh, how much it's actually a part of the game itself. Um, And, you know, if you dig deep enough in any of these developers that we're looking at uh, for... or or, uh, movies or TV shows, like, there's definitely problematic people working on them, people who don't believe stuff that I believe and whatnot. Um, But specifically with Cyberpunk, it just happened to be a barrier into why I didn't suddenly, like, after not following it, decide to start following it. Um, uh, But yeah, like, I... I mean, just for for clarification in that regard, there were two incidences, which now that I'm saying it out loud, there being two two incidences makes it sound really bad. Mm -hmm. There's one where one of the devs, during, like, a QA, and a made, like, a, like, did you just try to assume my gender, like, joke? Some, 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 right. some immature bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, transphobic immature. Like, not trying to lessen, yeah. you know, the offense there. The other mm-hmm. one is more in terms of the... So, Cyberpunk 2077 is based off of mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 2049. Right. I think is the first one. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm getting that name wrong. But, like, based it's, off of, like, a, a tabletop game. It's a book, game. right? Yeah, it's, a it's a tabletop game. game. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and from like, and I, I've been stuck. I, I can't remember his name, and I feel bad. But he's mm-hmm. really interesting. Older black dude. Um, he said that he was oh, just who like created the game. Who created? Yeah, the original game. Mm. And he was like, I got home from Blade Runner, and then I started writing, and then my wife helped mm. me with this game, and then we sold it, and like, so yeah. Um, nice. yeah. But that's there's a bit that, mm-hmm. and from what I could tell, when he's approached about it, he kind of just like doesn't give a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a bit about like the more you will modify your like if you wanted to replace your arm with a robot arm or whatever that would take away mm-hmm. humanity points which would if you hit a certain point y- the robotness would take over your body and then you would go like cyber crazy right. whatever because um, when I saw when I saw body modification equals lower humanity I was like okay mm-hmm. hold on like right. like like I'm into the cyberpunk genre for the whole. Mm-hmm fucking philosophy of it like the whole I, yeah. you what is the metaphor the the story that we've talked about the the ship getting replaced the and, ship of theseus yes that is one yeah. of my favorite just <laughs> and i can never remember the fucking name of the ship yeah but um just one of my favorite thought philosophies in general so mm-hmm. i was just trying to i don't know 
Mm-hmm. Look, I'm, I'm not I'm trying not, to say yeah. you have to justify it because I don't even know enough to, to uh, fully explain what the criticisms are. I'm mm. just saying if if you've heard about this and you're curious about it, like to find yeah. people who like Google it and you will undoubtedly find people who can explain it a lot better than I can. And, you know, I'm not trying to put the onus on, on you, Bo, to uh, justify it. Uh, just I was more, more to explain why I like have no not even just like. I just I, I mean, don't. A lot of I, I have not like, seen gameplay for Cyberpunk 2077. Like I, that's how disconnected I am from the hype for this game. Um, but that that's yeah I, yeah I, I didn't want it to go completely unmentioned um, because it has at least in in my sphere been a part of the narrative for for this game thus far, or at least specifically CD Projekt Red as a developer. Um, but. You know, I think people often forget that companies don't have opinions. People within companies have yeah. opinions that represent those companies. But like, you know, I like Disney is not against like, you know, having queer characters in their movies. The, you know, specific people making decisions mm-hmm. do. And like you can have people in those positions who make better decisions and stuff like that. You know, like I. And, and you can criticize the whole system for, like, allowing or uh, not, the, you know, uh, that kind of thing. But, I, I, you know, it's not, I think, it's not a matter of it being fair or not. It's just inaccurate to say, like, this company has an opinion on something mm-hmm. when, like, a company is not even, like, a company is just a structure. Like, you can criticize it, but it doesn't have opinions, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can criticize yeah. corporate culture, but corporate culture is written by a person and mandated yeah, exactly. by human resources and mm-hmm. you know the management and that kind of thing. Yeah, and um, and and, it, and it's like a lot of the developers where we talk about because we like their games are mm-hmm. like part of a culture that there's crunch and there's other like bad business practices mm-hmm. that screw over their employees and the. I mean, and, Riot you know, just paid out like what sick. Yeah. I'm not trying to make yeah. a joke here. I'm pretty sure they did pay $69 million to mm-hmm. like the female employee, or $169 yeah. million to the female employees that were yeah, under there. Yeah, there was like a huge settlement. Yeah, because yeah. they were literally like farting in people's mm-hmm. faces over at Riot. Like it was, yeah. like, and I didn't, not, that was not me making a joke. Like actually farting in people's faces. Yeah, like, the, the, the story is kind of ridiculous. And like, I, I don't think he, I don't know if he touched on Riot specifically, but Hassan Minhaj did, uh, for Patriot Act, did a mm-hmm. like, really good episode on the games industry that's worth looking into and there's also plenty of people who have written on it and reported on it that have done a lot of really mm-hmm. good journalism on it so it's it's worth looking into um jason but I, I, I didn't want to completely dive down that rabbit hole too much and i apologize for for sending I mean, us down there no honestly but i feel like it's important to talk about like not the discussion right, right now but i feel like in general like i don't feel yeah, like yeah like i don't want to say for the audience it, too like also, if yeah. in the future if stuff like this comes up like we like we talk about this. Like we talk about mm-hmm. like like we love Overwatch and when the Blizzard Hong Kong stuff happened, like we stopped playing yeah. because we weren't sure where to stand on that and like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like as and as much as we try to keep politics thing. out of it. Yeah. Like as much as we try to keep politics out of it, like mm-hmm. we do want to have like these are our opinions. So, yeah. you know, I I'm, I'm okay with of them. Overwatch. I don't know whether to be excited for Overwatch 2 if it even is coming out next year. I (laughs) personally am not. Like, they have not shown me anything (laughs) to get me fully on board with paying another $60 for... That's the thing. It looks like an expansion. It it really is. It looks like an expansion, yeah. Everyone's been asking for PvE. I I don't care about PvE. 
Good oh, Overwatch. Well, that's that's where I disagree. Like, I, I feel like PvE makes sense because it's just like I, I, I like the idea of like a single player game where each pl different playable character has a completely unique play style. Then you can play um, Destiny like the rest of us. No. Mm. Yes, I'm saying. Okay, so well, for my well you wrote on our, you wrote on our show doc the stuff about Destiny. Why don't you talk about Destiny for a minute and then I'll check out. So my thing is, yeah, <laughs> okay. So one, Destiny Two has like, I, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want to put it on my Game of the Years list, mm -hmm. just my personal one, because I feel like it has become such a different game in the last, I don't know, whenever I really checked out, um, mm -hmm. and then came back for Shadowkeep, like the the new light system, all the upgrades and stuff like that, like it's it's fantastic. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think directly comparing it to Overwatch, like I think what Overwatch does, like, and I, I say this tentatively and like, you know, opinion, whatever, um, like there's no other hero, like, like team based, like you said, everyone has a specific role and they're, you know, fulfilling that role. Um, team Fortress too, but yeah. I mean, for right now, like you can go back right. and play, but Team Fortress is old and well, like if you wanted a... Yeah. In 2019. It's hard to get into that game now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like in 2019, if you say, hey, I want to play a hero-based first-person shooter, you send that person to Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. For so, sure, like, for sure. I think, one, if they're still selling base Overwatch for, I think, $40 right now, like, is that's kind of roughly where I'm seeing it. Um, and then Overwatch 2, I assume it's going to be another 60 because I haven't heard anything yeah. otherwise. Um and like, do you know if if you buy Overwatch two, do you get the PvP? Like, do you get the like? Do you get? Oh, the I think so. Yeah, we think so. We don't like to me. The marketing is so not. That's the problem. I mean, this goes back to the to the Hong Kong stuff. Is that like, mm -hmm. there's no clear like obvious indication, mm -hmm. but it seems to make a lot of sense that at Blizz, uh, BlizzCon that they announced Overwatch two, Diablo four, like a lot of these games, not like purely, purely to, to distract, I mean, I but. Arguably purely to this. I mean, like, I'm sure they were working on them. Clearly yeah. they were working on them. They mm -hmm. had stuff to show. But, like, uh, it doesn't seem like we know at all when Overwatch 2 is even coming out. So, like, I, you know, I, like if they I don't have the a fact lot that they of... Blizzard's us, not giving me any reason to, like, give them the benefit of the doubt on like, any of this. The fact that know? they didn't give us a solid 2020 release date makes me mm -hmm. think that, like... I mean, not, not, not even solid 2020. Just saying in the vague 2020. Like... Yeah. Especially for a game like this, you'd think they'd at least say, like, beta coming yeah. whenever, you know? I mean, but also, like, the original Overwatch was in beta for, like, a long but that, time. But that's like, what I'm saying, you know, so is long. that, like, maybe, like, even if they just said beta coming 2020, and the beta mm -hmm. didn't come out until, like, September, and it was in beta for six months, that would at least be something, you know? True, okay. Like, rather than it being, like... Overwatch 2's coming eventually, mm -hmm. like, a sequel to a massively popular game, like, that'll come out eventually, like, oh, no shit. <laughs> like, um, but I, hey. Was it necessary? I mean, okay, and I guess my thing, directly comparing it to Destiny 2. So, for one thing, I, and kind of going back to the Game Awards, I would not at all be surprised if Destiny 2 came to Switch at like just a shadow drop mm -hmm. hey we not not necessarily they flipped a switch not pun yeah pun unintended um <laughs> like not not necessarily just you know mm -hmm. click a button now it's on switch but like yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they had been working on it for a long time like because mm -hmm. to me once overwatch and the witcher 3 are on switch you're just like you know if, it, if it's yeah. yeah if it's running on the playstation just make a few pets and put it on on switch mm -hmm. um because I, I know that I would love that. But also the fact that it's so... Having it accessible from everywhere. Having it free to play. Having, like, so you can... 
pay for expansions and then you can also just pay for like the new seasons mm-hmm. which gives you a lot of content like yeah. like everything that you're getting for free is a shit ton of stuff but if you want like a shit ton of stuff that's current pay 10 bucks for like two months mm-hmm. of content two to three months of content yeah and in my opinion it's worth it you have really great pvp you have pve and then you have the gambit mode which is pvpve so it's like mm-hmm. you can do you can do so much for free mm-hmm. and it's all really good and i feel like mm-hmm. as as overwatch kind of starts transitioning away from just base overwatch to overwatch 2 like i nothing from overwatch's pve has ever made me want more of it like it's just mm-hmm. to me the bots have been like and maybe they're they're focusing on improving the ai for the next one but if if it really is just more of current overwatch pve i'm not going to be happy with it um, right. Cause like, even now, like, like, like if we were to, like, if we played Overwatch, like I, back in my head, I'm just like, oh, I kind of want to play Crucible right now in, uh, in Destiny. Like, cause right. Well, PvP that's the thing. Really Overwatch's fun. PvE hasn't evolved in like two years. So it's mm-hmm. like hard to, you know, I mean, it, it, that's why I'm like, I need to see more. I just, I need, I need you to show me more because Overwatch PvE in concept sounds awesome to me in execution. It's been okay. Like, you know, like it, it's, yeah. it's like, you know, I mean, okay, you, so the pieces are there. Like you've got you've got the you've got the potential you've got you've got the all the lore that really doesn't play into the actual gameplay mm-hmm. of base Overwatch so it's just mm-hmm. you know why why not like you sh- the, it seems like a layup I just th- there's no reason to think that it's going to be as expansive as it's as a sixty dollar game should be I mean why so. do you like my I guess my thing is I don't see the like the potential of Overwatch PVE like I I, I guess it's just like a mm-hmm. I, like draw it out for me because to me. Like I, I I just think it's like it's a story it's it's a a multiplayer game non it's a game that's not story based yet has so much story so I think having a mode in which ex, like, that explores that story makes sense and also like the again I mentioned this before the concept of a like a, a shooter a single player shooter um not single player but PVE shooter where each character is like a unique build and plays differently is more exciting to me than playing a Call of Duty campaign, honestly, like where it's just like, you know, use this gun or use that gun. Like the idea of playing like a campaign where I can play as Lucio or Reinhardt is cool, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that, that just in that general sense. But again, like they haven't really shown me anything that makes me think it's going to be anything more than just glorified uprising mode, you know, that's uh, my archives, whatever it's, whatever it's called uh, archives. Um, like the, the, the yearly event where it's like story based. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, and I find those modes fun, but you play them mm. once and you've played them. So <laughs> that's know, my, that's my biggest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you, I'm going to play really... playing $60 for a like, five-hour campaign that I won't want to play again, I'm not doing it. Like, no, I, that's my biggest yeah. concern. Yeah. And, uh, and you, I you hit the nail on the head. That, yeah. yeah. But here, we're not talking enough about stuff we're actually anticipated for. So from this list in front of us uh, that the audience can't see, uh, tell <laughs> me what is your most anticipated game of 2020? Cyberpunk, easily. It's like Cyberpunk, okay. far and away. Like, like More than I'm Last kind of Us Part 2? No. Like, like, like I, I, have, I love Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to keep me from... Like, I... Like I, I think I'm pretty sure Last of Us comes out February, right? If I'm not mistaken, I thought they moved because um, it, it just back. got delayed. I, they delayed no, I, I think they delayed it to February. Oh no, 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 no! Uh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. They did delay it to March, March 29th. Mm. 
You totally oh, it's right. only March? Okay, that's May. only a month. May that's 29th. Fine. I'm an idiot. I'm oh, an idiot. that's multiple months. <laughs> yes. So, but <laughs> those, it's after... Those M months get confusing. My thing is it's after Cyberpunk. And I, I see myself, like, I'm... The same way that I can think of, like, oh, I kind of want to run this build in Skyrim, I see myself doing that in Cyberpunk over and right. over and over and over and over again. And, like, I, right. I just... It seems like it's going to be one of those... Like genuinely will not see me again. Like, gotcha. <laughs> like anything coming right, well, out. Well, afterwards. you heard it here first. This show ends when Cyberpunk comes out it, because it, I won't be able to pull Boa. It really does. <laughs> like I'll be, right. I can be yelling from as I'm playing, but or I, I can stream it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, the show is going to yeah, take a very I, big, big change after uh, <laughs> April 16th. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I, I I can say that I have not really been following games a whole lot for 2020 releases. Um, that said, I would say probably my most anticipated, as tentatively, as skeptical and nervous as I am about it, is Square Enix's Avengers game. Um, because I've liked the footage I've seen of the actual game. Mm-hmm. Because with the caveat that every bit of footage I've seen has the little, this is pre-alpha in the yeah. bottom left corner. But my biggest fear ever since we first saw gameplay at, I think it was E3, right? Um, I think so. Is that they said... Pre-alpha, also the game comes out in less than a year. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, when is gonna when when is beta gameplay gonna be shown? When is mm-hmm. like damn near complete? Like I just uh, it looks it, in concept, I'm really excited for it. Even as a game that's gonna be a live service, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it's gonna be like pay for loot boxes or pay for like new maps. Like it's gonna be like story content and characters, like actual b- meaty content. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Cause they have a, there there's like menu screen is literally destinies. Like it's, it looks like it's about to be like a cosmetic grind. Yeah. But I, like they've, they've specifically said that they will be adding characters over time. Like, so, it, and even then this is just a biased thing, but if you give me a superhero game, like a Marvel game, a mm-hmm. DC game or whatever, and all you add is costumes, like, I, I, I'm cool with it. Like, <laughs> I love, like, the cosmetic stuff matters more to me when it's, like, a, you know, like, I love, I mean, I, one of my, the things I love about Spider-Man is all the different suits you can wear. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love about, um, bat- like, the Arkham games is the fact that you have all these different characters. Because it's play, superior like the than the Superman, or super uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, well, you, mm-hmm. you fucked that up. I so did I'm fuck it up. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's... All right, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and uh, as far as the actual, like... I'm just excited for an Avengers game that's, like, AAA and has a lot of playable characters that all feel different. Mm-hmm. Like, the actual story, I'm not that excited for. Um, the actual, like... like I, I don't know. Like, the stuff that they're promoting is not what I'm excited for about it, and that's what makes me nervous. Um, but I, I want to focus on my most anticipated things in in this episode Mm -hmm. so just to give credit where i think credit is due the fact that they are like committing to doing like a full-on like triple a avengers game that's gonna Mm -hmm. have like a high budget you know be faithful to the characters in their gameplay like i liked ultimate alliance a lot but Mm -hmm. it was a a smaller game like we're about to get square enix presentation yeah we're about to get like a full-on like real cinematic kind Mm -hmm. of experience with this game, which is exactly what I liked about Spider-Man PS4 because we had gotten really good Spider-Man games in the past, but none of them had been given the the same chance at at standing out the way uh, Spider-Man PS4 did. So in that sense, I'm looking forward to it. Because if it's good, it will be, you know, considered Mm -hmm. amongst, like, Arkham and Spider-Man in the sense of, like, true, proper, triple-A, not based on a movie type 
games, you know. No, not yeah, just you bring like, up a good point. Not, not in the same vein as like the typical licensed game. So no, yeah, exactly. Like the Spider-Man games yeah. before that, they really did feel just like not necessarily this is a game first that is about Spider-Man. It's more just like, mm-hmm. hey, we, you know, it's a Spider-Man plushie, a Spider-Man fucking pajamas in the Spider-Man yeah. game. You get it for the kid that likes Spider-Man. He doesn't care because it's Spider-Man. Whereas, yeah, exactly. like, and that this, worked on me. I didn't care because it was Spider-Man. So yeah, and yeah. like honestly, to to the game's credit, like like Web of Darkness, I think was like the last one I played. Web of Shadows. Web yeah. of Shadows. I really liked it. Like I liked the older Spider-Man games, but like um, mm-hmm. we haven't even. I'm trying to think. We haven't really had like even one of those level games for the Avengers. Like we. I mean, Ultimate yeah. Alliance. I feel like is in that weird in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. Like it's it's not necessarily triple A, but it, like double A. Like. Yeah, I mean, Ultimate Alliance 3 was a lot of fun. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. the hell out of it while I was playing it, and I still play it a bit now. Um, But, like, it was just, like, it just... It's hard to describe because I don't want it to sound like I only value games that have, like, Mm -hmm. realistic graphics and, like, all that kind of shit. But Ultimate Alliance 3 felt a little... Bare Bones isn't even fair because there is a lot of characters in it, but just there wasn't that, like, polish on it. I mean, to, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel I, like I get what is like, yeah, like Brain I didn't really. Sounds harsh, but it's like you yeah, can play like there as were any a lot four of characters, and it's just a beat 'em up. Yeah, it's, like there were a lot of yeah. stats, and I was all excited when I saw that initial like branch of all the skills or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, this is. It was yeah. just but increase it really your health by point five. Yeah. Increase your health exactly, by point five. Yeah. yeah, it's just like you yeah, do this it, to stay leveled, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking kind of like, yeah, the gameplay's kind of random, like RPG ish mechanics during Brain Dead, like. So Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm right. kind of really excited about. Like, out of the two mm-hmm. Square Enix properties, I'm, or Avengers is not a Square Enix property, but, like, right. you know what I'm trying to say. Out of the two Square Enix games slated for next year, like, I'm a little more hyped for um, for Final Fantasy. Like, just because... Yeah, I'm really... One... Like, mostly to see if it succeeds in whatever it's trying to do. Like, it's mostly yeah. the um, the ambition aspect of it. Like, you can't recreate the greatest game of all time, and like not have it be at least fucking amazing. Like you can't. Uh, yeah. I have no. I have no faith in it whatsoever. I have no excitement or faith in it. I'm just like they've been saying they were gonna do it for so long, and like mm-hmm. I'm sure if it's good, like it'll be worth playing, and you know it'll get good reviews. But I just like it's the same way I felt with Final with uh, Kingdom Hearts three. It's just like mm-hmm. you burned me out through all the years of like announcing it and saying it was in development and showing absolutely nothing. So honestly, like. It, I've I've felt very fuck you Square Enix for a while, um, mm-hmm. and you know that they, 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 they've got me on the Avengers thing because it's Marvel. Like that they've they've hooked me in that mm-hmm. sense. But like I, I don't know. Like you should you should have done more earlier to to convince me, or or just fucking waited and not announced a game so far in advance, and then like strung us along for so. Long. I just I don't care. True. I, I, like I'm sorry. I just like yeah. I I, I wish I I could give it more energy, but I just don't think I'll end up playing it, and, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be good, but, you know, I, I, Kingdom Hearts is one of my favorite series, and I still haven't played Kingdom Hearts 3, so, you know. Did you see that they add, oh, I mean, you, never mind, I forgot, I know, have you seen the DLC trailers? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that, I mean, that's cool, okay. but, again, f- you know, fuck you, Square. I mean, like, whatever, <laughs> you, you I... scorned me for so long, I, <laughs> yeah, um, I was. But, I'm honestly surprised at that because I when I first saw the like Kyrie is playable or whatever, mm-hmm. I got hyped for you. 
It's like, cool, but I, I mean, no, they've yeah, done like, so much to ruin it for me that I just, like, <laughs> I will play it eventually. I will. I will. Like, I still love Kingdom Hearts, but yeah. Um, all right. I want to talk about movies because uh, we've been going for a bit now, and I don't want to completely miss out because there's a <clears> lot of fucking movies to be excited for. But also, as I look at the list of, of movies um, that are coming out next year, it's very different from this year. Like, this year mm. there was, like, Endgame and Star Wars and, like, a lot of uh, indie movies that I was looking forward to, but mm-hmm. um, you know it's hard to say to put indie movies in your most anticipated list because it's hard to know those movies exist until like yeah. they they start getting reviews and whatnot. Um, but you know, just looking at the blockbusters at least that are coming out next year, there's only two Marvel movies. There's um, which you know is still there's two Marvel movies. Like I'm, I'm excited for them, I, but mm-hmm. it's not like last year where there was Avengers and Spider-Man and Captain Marvel. Who's a new IP. Like uh, it's or not new IP, but new character to the MCU. Like mm-hmm. next year, it's going to be black widow, which is a movie that I'm looking forward to, but it's been long overdue. And it's almost like yeah. a kingdom hearts three situation where I'm like, you, you should have done it earlier because now it's like, you can only get so hyped before it starts to just fall off, you know? And that's kind of how yeah. I feel about black widow. Um, and Eternals I'm really looking forward to, but I know nothing, so it's hard yeah, to get, like, like I'm, that I'm only yeah. excited because I know it's Marvel. Like, Air Marvel yeah, and Angelina and the cast Jolie is incredible, but, uh, yeah, I'm exists. actually, I'm actually, you know, we talked uh, a lot about Wonder Woman at the start, so we won't get at, into it again, but just in general, I'm more excited for DC, uh, movie-wise in, uh, 2020, because not only are we getting Wonder Woman, but Birds of Prey... I'm, I don't know if it's going to be good, but it's going to be rated R. It looks like it's going to be pretty different from stuff we've gotten in the past. And uh, it's got a ridiculous title, which I don't really know how I feel about it. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to uh, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Um, yeah. Which I, that is the last time I will say that entire title. <laughs> My thing is, I, every time I hear it, I'm just like, I love the fact that it's so extra. Yeah. But I also don't want to commit the memory to remember, like, like I just I waited for you to finish the goddamn title because I'm just like no it's it's Harley Quinn in the mega fantastic extra times it you know <laughs> sweet life of Zack and Cody like birds I, of prey and the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and I, yeah, I'm looking forward to to this because obviously Margot Robbie was the like. Mm-hmm. The the thing worth taking away from Suicide Squad, um, you know, and and the fact that they're giving her her own movie just kind of feels like it's it's worth it. I I was very against Harley Quinn for a long time um, because I felt like she was used so often just to pander to male fans, um, and I feel like in the last couple of years that's transi- transitioned and they've started using her to appeal to like women and you know I'm not like <laughs> one of fuck? those. I'm not a woman, but I appreciate. I can appreciate what they're doing with it, and the fact that it's not just this like, you know, Harley Quinn is sexy, and that's yeah. the selling point. I think makes it look a lot better than it could have been. I mean, they um, gave her a like, goddamn hammer the, this time. Yes, just, and even like, even the fucking uh, trailers for Suicide Squad just were kind of egregious with the way mm-hmm. they showed off Harley Quinn, and the, these Birds of Prey trailers are just doing a lot better. Plus, Ewan McGregor as the villain as Black Mask sounds awesome. Yeah. And it just seems like tonally it's going to be very different. Plus, the fact that it's rated R, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, um, I had no idea. Like, from the trailer, I would not have guessed. I don't know. I'm, 
I forgot the Black Mask was even in this. I'm, I, yeah. Like, I'm, the more I think about it, I, because also, I need to watch that, um, it's not next year because it's out now, but the, yeah. the Harley Quinn show on, right. I keep seeing clips of that on Twitter. Like, I, I'm now hyped. It looks like, hilarious. That, yeah. that looks great. If it's anything like that, um, then I'm hyped. I mean, not, I don't know. Yeah, I think they, I think they're kind of, it's I'd, kind of like got a, De- a Deadpool style tone, which I think is a mm-hmm. really cool approach to take for a cartoon on a de- streaming service that, needs more unique stuff to really sell yeah. itself i think um i mean i feel like uh like dc has yeah. always done a really great job i mean yes they've, they've done a really great job of animation mm-hmm. not trying to completely derail us into mm-hmm. dc animation and animated movies because i could talk mm-hmm. about that forever um yeah but i mean going back to black widow when i saw that trailer i woke up saw that it was out got hype watched the trailer and i was like all right and just went on like i i yeah like i feel that like it All seems the, like a weird movie to start Phase Four with, because she's dead. Like it's <laughs> like it's like I just yeah. want to I just want to yeah. talk about it. Like genuinely, if she was not dead canonically, mm-hmm. and they were just like, okay, so this still is in the exact same time slot as you. Know, it would give me more. Like I've seen. I don't I don't know if this is true or not. I have no idea. But I keep hearing people talk about like, oh, fucking, they're gonna have Tony Stark in here because he's still alive, and they. You know, right. they had, but I, I've heard that, but I've also heard it might just be footage that they didn't use from Civil War. So it's that's like, my thing. It, like yeah. either way, if it's not going to feed into the future narrative of Marvel, you know, just Marvel in general. Yeah, I can't even say is it cinematic still if it's on TV because it's not technically yeah, cinematic. I guess you know, yeah, it's Marvel Studios all semantic, doing but, all of it. Yeah. Um, speaking yeah. of which, I I am thoroughly hyped for Falcon oh, and Winter Soldier. Not just for the fact that I love those characters. Like, Falcon, I think, is one of the most underrated characters in the movies. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that it's going to deal with the legacy of Captain America, who is my favorite uh, MCU MCU Avenger, uh, Mm -hmm. specifically in the movies, not counting comic books. Um, But after The Mandalorian, like, the, the... seeing what they're doing with these Disney Plus shows, mm-hmm. the idea of them doing, like, ten of them for the MCU has just got me, like, unreasonably excited. <laughs> and did you see Kevin Feige talking about, you know, Scarlet Witch is, like, the most powerful fucking, yeah. like... I, I, I would love to... I really wish WandaVision were coming out next year, too. It's a bummer uh. to me that we're only getting the one because 2021 is a little too stacked, I think, with the amount mm-hmm. of stuff they're putting out. But, I mean, if, if WandaVision were in next year, it would easily be up there as well. Uh, but, yeah, I, and, uh, yeah. I mean, the, they have uh, one of the guys who worked on John Wick working on Falcon and Winter Soldier, so you know the action's going to be sick. Um, and, yeah, like, it, it's kind of a, a little annoying for me because I want to be really hyped for Black Widow as, like, oh, this is going to be, like, gritty born in the MCU. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to have a lot of that, too. And it's, like... With characters One that I care a, a little arm. bit more about, and characters that have a future in the franchise, you know what I mean? And a metal arm. <laughs> and a metal arm. Um, yeah, but uh, another interesting Marvel movie that I'm excited for, but I don't even know if it's going to come out, is The New Mutants. Because they, reve- they revealed the trailer for this in fall of 2017. It was going to be released on April 13th, 2018. My birthday. Um, Bo's birthday, but it was delayed to February of 2019. Then it was Not delayed again. To, <laughs> it was delayed again <laughs> to August of 2019, and then it was delayed again to April of 2020. Um, Maybe my birthday. And, 
<laughs> and uh, in during that time, now keep in mind this was a Fox X Men movie, like a spinoff mm-hmm. of the Fox X Men series, and it was considered that it was going to be the last of those. But so was Dark Phoenix, and Dark Phoenix came out. Marvel bought or Disney bought Fox, and meaning that Marvel now has control over all the X Men stuff again. Yet they haven't canceled this movie. People think they will, and yet they've maintained this new April 2020 release date, which is now coming up. Like, it's, it's within four months <laughs> April now. April is so. going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether or not this movie happens, I don't know. But it's, if, if it does happen, the idea of a X-Men superhero-based horror movie, mm-hmm. really cool idea. With Maisie Arya Williams Stark? is in it. Um, yeah, exactly. And uh, Charlie Heaton from uh, Stranger Things, you know, like, he's mm-hmm. already done kind of fantastic uh, genre horror stuff like yeah I mean I'm looking forward to it if it exists I don't know if it's if. gonna exist <laughs> they might put it out on Disney Plus or, or Hulu or something but I don't know mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i really I'm looking f- I think more than I'm looking forward to New Mutants I'm just looking forward to like a month before New Mutants is supposed to come out like are we gonna have a new trailer are they gonna have postponed it? like what, what the fuck just, like I feel like we should it's know gonna be a video it's gonna be yeah. a video of Bob Iger over a laptop where if he presses enter it'll just get released and you're just like fucking here and then slam the enter key and now it's <laughs> exactly he's gonna exactly. have Maisie I mean, Williams call him drunk to... in the middle of the yeah. night and be like hey can you release my thing please and also put me in the um, MCU <laughs> I mean that's the thing it just like it seems like they would kind of want to bury it because they want to reboot the X-Men in the MCU but yeah. I, I, they haven't we'll see we'll, we'll see we'll fucking see what if they that's just release it as and, an uh, episode of WandaVision <laughs> that'd be cool that'd be cool uh, but speaking of not MCU Marvel projects that I'm not really looking forward to but I'm curious about <laughs> fucking Morbius cause <laughs> Venom 2 is also coming out next year, and I didn't like Venom 1, but Andy Serkis is directing Venom 2, so I'm curious because I love God. that man and everything he does. But Just Morbius is the, for, okay. Morbius, the living vampire. A, I w- it's not fair to say obscure because if you're a Spider-Man yeah, he's fan, like he is... A, but, like, yeah, to the general public, he's a very obscure character. Yeah. And even amongst the Spider-Man pantheon, like, he's not an A-list Spider-Man villain. The fact that they're giving him a standalone movie with Jared Leto, who's not got the best track record in superhero movies, let alone in general. Like, yes, he's won an Oscar, but he's also just a weird dude who's probably done some <laughs> fucked up shit. Look into it. There's not necessarily... There's plenty of bad things... There's plenty of bad things out there about him. Um, but that's all I'm saying. Like, it just seems a weird thing to hang a franchise on a guy who does, like, one movie every five years and also, like... Yeah, but one of them could be Dallas Buyers Club. Morbius. Morbius I Buyers guess. Club. We could Morbius Buyers Club. Maybe he'll fucking win an Oscar. For, maybe this is the, the Joker of next year. Who fucking knows? But I'm so curious to see. Both. Of, I really thought when they announced Venom that it was never actually going to come out. And then it did, mm-hmm. and it made almost a billion dollars. True. So who fucking knows? Morbius could be a massive hit. Um, oh, my goodness. But, yeah. Mor- I... I... <laughs> That's I keep, all I, every time I, it comes I, I up, I just that. I keep yeah. thinking like, oh, this is one of those like jokes. This is one of those inside mm-hmm. jokes from like a media side. And then I see someone else pick it up, and I'm like, oh wait, no, this yeah. is legit. This is actually yeah, happening. this is real. This is fucking happening. Um, maybe this but, this is maybe <laughs> happening. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but uh, speaking of other comic book media stuff, and then we can get into some other movies um, and TV shows. We are getting mm-hmm. a Snowpiercer TV show, which is cool because the movie was dope, and um, Bong Joon Ho, who also 
uh, did Parasite, uh, which is like getting rave reviews. Um, he is executive producing the show, so and he did the Snowpiercer movie. Um, so it's cool to know <laughs> that he's involved. Um, and it's got uh, David Diggs and Jennifer Connelly in the cast, who are two great actors. So I'm very curious about that. Stargirl mm-hmm. is coming to both HBO Max and CW, or it might be DC Universe and CW, but either way, it's there, it was part of that initial slate of DC Universe shows they announced, and mm-hmm. I'm not probably going to watch it, but I think it's interesting how DC Universe has suddenly started to, like, I don't think it's fair to say collapse because there's a lot of good content on there, but mm-hmm. they're no longer releasing stuff exclusively on there. Like, it clearly didn't work as its own thing mm-hmm. anymore. Like, I'm sure it'll remain... Because the main thing is you can get comics. So if you're a diehard yeah. DC fan, it's probably worth your money. But now the fact that we'll now be able to watch this like show for the on general CW public. if we want to... Yeah. Yeah, like, for the general... Just, pu- hey, you guys like mm-hmm. our ass movies? Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> well, like <laughs> that's the thing. For the, fut- for the future of... The DC streaming service, it's, it'll be interesting to see uh, how Stargirl mm-hmm. does. Uh, we're also getting a show based on Why the Last Man, which I haven't read, but I heard is amazing. And oh. I am also very excited for the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Anyone who has stuck with that show through to this point knows how good it ha- has become and how, uh, how, how much it is now working as a standalone thing because it's really not tied to the MCU at all anymore, which is fine because they have enough of their own characters, but it's just, they, they've completely moved on and I'm excited to see how it ends. I'm sad it is ending, but it had to happen eventually. So yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. final season. Excited for Pretty that. Also, The Kingsman, the Kingsman prequel got delayed. I, it was gonna come out. To hit my mic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it got delayed till September, which I'm bummed about because I really like that series, but it was going to come out on the same day as Sonic the Hedgehog, so maybe that's why they delayed it. They're scared. Speaking of which, are you actually excited for Sonic the Hedgehog? I, I'm going to see it. It doesn't matter if I'm excited or not. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Because like, I still don't know. Was, yeah. <laughs> I still, exactly. I personally, I don't know. Because there is, <laughs> I did play like a lot it, of it Sonic like as a kid. It looks like the Smurfs movie with uh, a Neil Patrick Harris. Like, it looks like that yeah. kind of, like, live action meets CG. But also, it's got Jim Carrey in it, so that could be good. It's got Jim and Carrey. The redesign, the redesign does look good, although I much would have preferred watching Nightmare Sonic version, to there be was, I, I'm, I'm now under the, the firm belief that there was never going to be a Nightmare Sonic. I think, like, I saw... No, dude, that... That's I don't know. Like I'm just I, saying, I've we, heard that, but the internet has been giving Sonic so like, like that they don't need to really like they could have just dropped the promo images, mm-hmm. and then never released a new trailer, and like we would still be talking about it just as much. I think, like I feel like it makes more sense to pay someone to design a shitty looking fake trailer than to design mm-hmm. an entire shitty looking movie, and then pay them to crunch because and the reports afterwards were like yeah the the, the artists were not like mm-hmm. like their work conditions weren't horrible so either work conditions were horrible <laughs> and the internet bullied a bunch of people into not spending time with their kids or right like i i don't know it, as a marketing major i think it's brilliant either way but like yeah I mean, not not well, the, that's the no, thing keep, i think it worked because i yeah. was probably only seeing this movie because of all the craziness surrounding sonic's design and mm-hmm. in that sense it worked and good on whoever intentionally or unintentionally made that happen so like you, you're you're gonna get more people in, in butts and seats and I, I, mm-hmm. I was joking but i do genuinely think they delayed kingsman partially because of sonic like because I mean, regardless of whether kingsman is going to be a better movie or not which i think mm-hmm. it probably will be 
Mm. There were a lot more people talking about Sonic the Hedgehog Wait, than I didn't know. the Kingsman prequel. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I I love Matthew Vaughn, so I'll watch whatever he does, and he clearly has a love for that franchise. But yeah, mm. Sonic, it could be something. Um, <laughs> I think we could go to Green Hill Zone after. Maybe Knuckles shows yeah. up. Maybe they play the original, like, dude. Uh, why did I just start singing the F Zero theme song? Hold on. <laughs> I need it. What yeah. if What if in the Sonic movie, Captain Falcon comes in, and then it just becomes a Smash Bros. movie? Well, this is the next step towards the Smash Bros. movie. But real quick, mm-hmm. I want to say I think it would be hilarious if in this movie, Knuckles and Tails were all going to be there from the beginning, but they never redesigned them. They only redesigned Sonic. Oh, no. <laughs> so halfway through the movie, Knuckles shows up, and he's just horrific. And everyone is just like, I thought we were safe. I thought we were safe. Oh, that would be great. Um, And they like try to make it like trendy and his knuckles are just knives coming out of his fist. But it's like, (laughs) it's just Hugh Jackman in red. (laughs) It's Hugh Jackman with the cat's makeup, like the cat's CG. (laughs) But as, yeah. Yeah, in red. Okay. God. Uh, uh, yeah. Any 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 movies for you that stick out? I've got a few more, but I don't want to dominate uh, this part of the conversation too much. No, I mean Free Guy. Like I, I saw the trailer yesterday or whatever yeah, the fuck it came out. Yeah. That looks fantastic. That looks so a, good. It's an original IP too. So original IP, probably the first good video game movie ever. Um, I mean, I hope. Like I. I, I mean, if it, it's it's it counts as much as something like Wreck It Ralph does, and Wreck It Ralph was good. So I don't know. Wreck It Ralph is good. Yeah, yeah I, I, in that sense, I, I would give Wreck-It Free Ralph. Guy credit, but yeah. Um, I mean, I I want to give like like for me. I mean, okay, honestly, I've seen a lot of talk about how The Mandalorian should be like a, it's structured like a video game. Yes. And if someone said, "Oh, The Mandalorian is the best like video game show," I would give it to it. So like yeah. in terms of if as long as they nail the feel of it, like that's what I'm looking for. Like it looks like yeah. Like to me, the the little subtle humor that I've seen just in like just with mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds walking and like not really. Like, to me, it seems like it's not going to be cringy the same way that, like, like Ready Player One seemed like, yeah, we play video games, but we have no idea what the fuck you kids yeah. are playing, so we're just going to, like, do our <laughs> own thing. Like, this is going to be, you know, yeah. like, this seems like it's a, it feels more welcoming. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to yeah. cringe. I'm not going to see, also, like, dad jokes and stuff like that. Isn't bad, it interesting that jokes. Ryan Reynolds is apparently ushering in this new era of video game movies between this and Detective Pikachu? <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally cool okay with it. Let him it just ride seems the wave. so weird to me. Like, <laughs> um, but I, I'm I'm down for it. Um, and speaking of video game movies, we are getting a Monster Hunter movie I'm directed not by the at guy all who did the Resident this. Evil movies. <laughs> not at all excited for this, but you know I'll be yeah. there day one. Oh, I'll be there day one. Yeah. And if they don't no, let me in with a giant be... sword, then that's on the movie I, theater. I think it'll be hilarious one way or the other, but it probably will be bad. Um, My thing is, so if I, there's if I if I walk in and it's like an hour and a half, if I get mm-hmm. ten minutes of action, like like ten minutes of them fighting a fucking Anjanath, mm-hmm. like, and it looks good, mm-hmm. like if I, I just need ten minutes of adrenaline, the rest of the movie could be a garbage fire. I don't care. Just give me ten minutes, like like Power Rangers, yeah. whatever the twenty sixteen, I think. Like that movie was not great, but then you got the shot of all the the Zords riding out with the Power Rangers in the theme song, like or Power Rangers theme song playing in the background. To me, that was worth it. As long as I get one of those moments, I'll be okay with Monster Hunter, um, a movie that I think is going to incorporate a lot of like really good monster fighting, though that I am way more excited about. Fucking Godzilla versus Kong. Like I'm going to let you take over because I, you have done most of the research on this. I've I've tried to stay as blind on this movie as possible. Right. 
Well, there's not much to, to, to go off of in the sense that there hasn't been a trailer and this uh, there has there's like one screenshot that's been going mm-hmm. around on Twitter uh, today, I think. It was because Warner Brothers uh, did a sizzle reel of their upcoming stuff and in it there's a single shot of Kong winding up a punch for Godzilla and it looks as blurry as I've seen it. It still looks awesome and I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. That said, this movie was going to come out in March and it got delayed till November. That also said, I'm not upset about that because these are very effects-heavy movies and Mm -hmm. more time just means better effects. So, also, it wouldn't shock me that Godzilla King of the Monsters, last year's Monster... Mm -hmm. Or this year, because it's still 2019's, um, Monsterverse... Oh my god, it was this year. was, ...was good in terms of... Monster fights, all the stuff mm-hmm. you expect from a Godzilla movie, but I personally was a little let down by it. Um, so if this is also a way of them kind of maybe hearing the response to that movie and ironing mm-hmm. out some of the some of the issues um, in the in the script, then good too. So normally delays can be scary, but in this case, I'm taking it as a, a net positive. Um, and yeah, I am I am thoroughly excited for this movie. I am. Mm-hmm. Un- unbelievably excited for this movie. Um, just the, the I thought Kong Skull Island was a really cool movie, better than I thought it would be, and oh, I yeah. really love the first uh, Godzilla of this Ameri- current American reboot series. Um, and again, King of the Monsters was probably my least favorite of those three in this MonsterVerse, but it still like had a lot of fan service for a Godzilla mm-hmm. fan. So the fact that we're getting a proper, massively budgeted Godzilla versus Kong, and I, I'm already satisfied with the really low budget, really bad, eight dated special effects Godzilla versus King Kong from the '60s. That is so bad, like but hilariously bad. I am bad. not, so I'm very excited yes. for this. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's it looks it looks like it's 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 gonna at least give us something worth watching in the movie theater. Um, I mean, how are you feeling yeah. about Bond? I'm looking forward to it. The trailer was good. I did not <laughs> that like. That sounds confident. Uh, but that—that's the thing. I didn't like Spectre, the last one, and this very oh, much looks like okay. a sequel to Spectre. So I'm just kind of like, all right, I—I'm—I'm go- I'm going in with base level. Like, give me fun Bond, and Lashana mm. Lynch looks cool, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is one of the most talented people right now. Like, Fleabag is amazing. The fact that she did rewrites on No Time to Die is mm-hmm. definitely made me more excited for it. Um, cool. Yeah, so I don't really have a lot to say about it. I'm a Bond fan, but I didn't like the last one, and Skyfall, to me, should have been Daniel Craig's last. It is by far his best, in my opinion, and it's mm-hmm. my favorite Bond movie in general. So the fact that they followed up with something that was so disappointing to me, just, you know, the, the, the two things balance out, and I'm just at, like, a... Like a five for excitement, you know. I'm not like I'm not not excited, but I'm also not. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not You're as excited waiting. as I am for Godzilla mm-hmm. versus Kong or or for the Marvel movies or the DC movies. Like I, I'm gonna see it without a doubt. I will see it opening weekend, and I hope it's good. You know, I like Daniel Craig's Bond, but I hope he's mm-hmm. acting a bit more than he was in the last one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I'm more excited honestly for Mulan, which I also put on here. I, the, the trailer also came out for that this week, and mm. as far as Disney live action remakes go, some of them have been good, some of them have been bad. Most of them I haven't seen, but <laughs> Mulan looks like it's actually doing something very different with it, and mm. I'm all for it. Like it looks awesome. It looks like it's shot beautifully. And like I, I'm in for like a big budget. Like it looks like we're gonna get some cool like war scenes, which I really like. I love movies that do big field battles. Um, mm-hmm. I think those are awesome. So I'm really looking forward to that. Also, Ming Na Wen, who is in Agents of Shield, 
um, was the original voice of Mulan, and I need to check, but I'm going to assume she's going to have some sort of part in this new one, which I really hope so. She wasn't in any of the trailers, but it'd be dumb if they don't include her. Um, so I hope she does show up. She was also in the last episode of Mandalorian, I think, which yeah, she again, was. I haven't seen yet, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I hope that's good. And uh, going off of Disney, we're getting two new Pixar movies that are original IPs. So I'm looking forward to those, uh, both Onward and Soul. Um, and, you know, I'm I think excited Disney... for Onward. Yeah. It looks pretty yeah. good. I mean, just because the, um, they only released the, the one trailer for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and, and they trailer, showed some really stuff good. at D23 that got a lot of good reception. And hmm. that's the thing. Pixar's track record is not what it was like 10 years ago, mm. but it's their original movies have been still pretty much stellar across the board. Like Inside Out was fantastic. So yep. I'm, I'm looking forward to something that isn't a sequel because the sequels are mm. hit or miss. Yeah. You know, we get Toy yeah. Story 3s, but we also get... Well, Finding Dory and Incredibles 2 were massive successes, but I was thoroughly <laughs> underwhelmed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, they just, they happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also very curious about Dune, because it's got a really good cast. And I'm also very curious about Uncharted, because Tom Holland is in it, and that's cool. I like the idea of them not adapting the story of the games. I like the idea of them doing something original, but they also uh, have Mark Ruff, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg as Sully, and I think that's I, horrible I casting. I don't so. think it's happening. I really don't. You think they're, you think they've they're been talking about it? They've been talking about it for so True. long, and really, True. all it takes is a, a fucking Tom Holland to get like a teensy bit more busy. Do you know if they've shot anything yet? Like, no idea. And like, <laughs> no idea. And it's supposed to come out at the end of the year, so yeah, yeah. Maybe so not. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. just, all right. I don't yeah. know. I'm not going to put a lot of faith into that. I guess that's a good point. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. For, like, I want a good, like, mm-hmm. just video game movie like I was trying to you know blur the lines with uh, Free Guy but I just yeah. I, I would like just you know I would like the Uncharted movie to be good I'm not a huge fan of the games but also I, I, I don't care like huge win for the Uncharted fans if this gets yeah. good I, I want it to be good mm-hmm. I want it to be good I want it to be good I'm going to keep saying that until it's good. I, I have some faith for the fact that Detective Pikachu I felt was like far from a perfect movie but in terms of a Hollywood Pokemon movie, mm-hmm. like it pushed all the buttons I wanted it to. Um, and the director of Uncharted is Travis Knight, who did Kubo and the Two Strings, which is a really cool animated movie. And he also mm-hmm. worked on all the other movies from that studio. So like Coraline, Paranorman, uh, Box Trolls. Those mm-hmm. are all like really beloved movies. But his first live action movie was Bumblebee. And that movie was sick. That was like the best Transformers movie by far. And it was very (laughs) faithful to the Transformers lore, whether or not he's able to have the freedom that he should have to do that with uncharted. I don't know, because like you said, it's had so much behind the scenes issue that at this point, it's probably just the Sony being like, look, we own this. (laughs) We want it to be good, but we need it to come out. So we made the video game like a movie so we could make a movie about the video game. Like this is, and it just seems like they're, they're, they're they're forcing it so much that I'm a little afraid um, in that sense. But Travis Knight is a good director. So yeah, I I have nothing against him. I'm just, I keep I've I've no, heard com- about you know yeah. the Uncharted back when fucking Uncharted like two was coming out I think I don't know mm-hmm. like I just feel like I've heard about the Uncharted movie being in development for a while like I remember yeah. hearing about the Uncharted movie before the Tomb Raider movie was even talked about and then that mm-hmm. happened yeah and now we're here like we I don't know 
And know. that's getting a sequel. I don't think it's next year, but that is getting a sequel. And I'm okay with me. that. Yeah, I mean, good for them. I, I want, mm-hmm. I, like, Tomb Raider makes sense as a movie series, and I like Alicia Vikander, so yeah, collect, collect that check, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, as Speaking much as I, I didn't... Speaking of collecting Check collecting. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Thundercats Roar. Oh, yeah. Thundercats Roar! <laughs> Please explain why I used collect the check as a... Uh, so I represent... the transitional point. <laughs> I represent uh, the voice of Panthro in Thundercats Roar, uh, Chris oh, Giles. Oh, I'm sorry. I made that so aw- awkward for you. <laughs> no, because I honestly... I was I was still looking at the movies and just like is there is there some kind of like robbery movie coming out <laughs> no. next year that I don't no. see on here like Fast Nine are you trying to like talk about Fast, well, Fast Nine? Fast Nine will make a lot of money. Yeah, um, but I mean my thing was like theft. Like when oh, you said apparently collect the they're, check, they're I was considering like, okay, like CGI. What, what on here Walker applies to collect Fast the Nine. check? Are you serious? The, yeah, I've heard that they're like considering bringing him back, like with his brothers playing him, like they did in Fast Seven. But like, yeah, that I, I, dead I, people stay dead. Yeah, I, it makes me uncomfortable. Um, but yeah. I don't anyway, know. Uh, Thundercats roar. You 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 represent Panthro. That's cool. You yeah. should support and like that no, because you want to support Bo. I mean, not just that. It does actually look like cool animation. Like the the animation style yeah. from what I've seen so far, it does look fun. Like I'm, I have no attachment to to the original Thundercats, so like I'm going. I would go into this completely blind. But like yeah, the way everything like kind of whooshes together. Like I and this is. Like, he doesn't tell me about the production of the show. Right? I have no insider knowledge. I just know that he's mm-hmm. a voice on the show. Um, yeah. But it looks fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of uh, children's animation, we already mentioned Star Wars Clone Wars, but we're getting a new season of that. Um, and uh, also, I'm a huge Muppets fan, as I said earlier when we were talking about uh, Carol Spiney, and they're doing a new uh, Disney Plus Muppets show, which is going to be, like, improvised. So that'll be interesting. Wait, what? I didn't know um, that. Yeah, it's it, they, they were originally going to do like a new Muppet Show style thing where it was like a scripted kind of mm-hmm. sitcom thing and Josh Gad was leading that, but mm-hmm. that got canceled. So, but they're still doing Muppets Live, which is going to be a like improvised Muppets sketch show. So, hmm. it'll be interesting to see. I'm just I'm always I mean, I'll, fascinated I'll by watch. that. Yeah. That yeah, sounds I, I I'm a huge fan of the the characters, but specifically the way they like I feel like the whole like the Muppets and like Dark Crystal and all that kind of like puppeteering is always just like, how do we put the most work into doing this story the most difficult way? Like, <laughs> how do you how do you make a sketch show the hardest thing to produce? You have it be puppets on a set where everything's like five feet below the camera and like you have to hide all this shit and, and now make it up as you go had, along. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like, I, I am watch, fascinated to see how they do that. Like, you sold me purely on the the improv ass because I've. <clears throat> Improv aspect. I'm gonna finish that mm-hmm. that word. Um, I've not really gravitated toward like Muppets or Sesame mm-hmm. Street. Like just the puppeteering in general. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, for one thing, mostly because like I'm always taken out of it because I'm just like I, I I can't pay attention to what the fuck Kermit is saying because I'm so concerned about what the fuck the arm. Like, are you okay? <laughs> like, are you good? Like, do yeah. you need you know? Um, do you need some water? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just is it hot down there? Like, are you being? Is there an air conditioning? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like the, I don't know, just, I, I feel like it'll help me like ha- hearing them have fun with it, I guess, hopefully maybe they, I hope they enjoy it. Shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like being able to know that like, it's not all like 
rehearsed, like having that, yeah. that free flowing fun mm -hmm. aspect of it. Um, you know, you kind of sold me. Like, I, maybe this is how I get into Muppets, finally. Like, I feel like it's one of those um, nerdy things that I, I've, I've gravitated around. I, I should have yeah. just jumped in. You know, I don't know if it's that if it's just something that I'm obsessed with because of childhood or mm -hmm. whatever, but just rewatching Muppet stuff recently, especially now that there's a lot of it on Disney Plus, mm -hmm. like I'm I'm glad that it still has a place in 2020 pop culture. Mm -hmm. Um, so I am looking forward to that. And uh, also speaking of reboots of classic stuff like that, we've also got Animaniacs coming back, and that is a fantastic show. And uh, um, I'll just running through this quickly. Other returning shows, mm. AP Bio. I know you're a huge Woos, fan of, woot. and also Brooklyn Nine Nine. Two shows that were canceled mm -hmm. and then saved by fan outcry. So shout out to the me. internet and its ability <laughs> to get people to complain long enough for people to listen. Yes. Um, <laughs> hashtag AP Bio. Hashtag Brooklyn Nine Nine. Hashtag Sonic the Hedgehog. And uh, hashtag Release the Snyder Cut. Like Sonic. Like Sonic. Like Sonic. Like Sonic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, shout out our boy Sammy, classic Sonic fan. Wherever you are, we wish you the best. Being um, afraid of the urban youths. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's not talk about that. That would go over a lot of our audience's head. Um, but yeah, I, we, we've covered most of what we have written down here. I'm sure there's a lot coming out next year that mm -hmm. we haven't touched on. Before we wrap up, uh, is there anything we haven't mentioned or uh, just anything in particular you want to highlight? Not really. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Like 2020, I'm excited for. I'm excited for the first half. Like I feel like um, like Nintendo games. I mean, I know that we started with games, but like jumping back to games, like our list yeah. is like short for games, and mm -hmm. I that like makes me upset because I feel like the last few years we've had a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, yeah. Like to me, Cyberpunk sure. is. Like, Cyberpunk and Last of Us, they're two really, really, really big releases, but, like, I kind of knew... We knew that Last of Us was going to come eventually. We knew that yeah. Cyberpunk was going to come eventually because they've been talking about it for years. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for the Game Awards to see yeah. what they're going to throw at us. And the Sony State yeah. of Play on Tuesday. Um, mm -hmm. like Which I, will be before this episode comes out. Yes, the State of Play is going to happen before the episode comes out. And then the Game Awards is... So we, we drop on Wednesday... State of Play is mm -hmm. Tuesday, and then the Game Awards is on Thursday night. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna be sandwiched right in the middle here. So there mm -hmm. might be a few uh, game things I mean, that we shit, if missed out on talking about, but we can always touch on it next week. Being so. optimistic, next week's episode is about to be lit. <laughs> like we're about to have a lot to talk we'll about. Cross our for, fingers for yeah, that. Yeah. Knock on this is um, this is wood. Here we go. Knock on it. Cool. Yeah, I think this. I think twenty twenty is gonna be interesting because last year there was a like a clear. I am most excited for Endgame. Mm -hmm. I am most excited for, like, Spider-Man or Red Dead 2. Like, there were, like, really top things for me that I was mm -hmm. looking forward to. This next year, there's a lot that I'm, like, really curious about. There's a lot that I'm very excited for, but mm -hmm. I'm skeptical on. So everything's sort of floating in the middle there. So I, I'm looking forward to being surprised by something, which, to end the episode, what do you think is, like, a major random surprise, something that we are not expecting that we could get in 2020? <laughs> um... <laughs> I gotta not talk political. Um, <laughs> don't 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 avoid it if it's relevant. But. No, I was Civil War two. No, fucking yeah, Captain America Civil War two. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I I see. I don't know. Like Watchmen this year has been such a right. fucking like 
we knew it was happening, but the quality and right. I think the relevance, like it's not just like, oh, this is really good. It's like this is really good because it came out right now. Like it's, yeah. you know, I feel like we're going to have another one of those. Like I feel like Joker mm-hmm. this year was one of those. Right. This is not only, in my opinion, really good, but really good because it came out right now. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the trend of, and I don't know, I don't, I'm not saying like on December or uh, January 1st, someone's going to start development on something, and by the end of that year, it's going to be the most relevant yeah. thing. But just like as, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I would not be at all surprised if fucking if the remake of Final Fantasy VII had a lot of fucking commentary on you know, <laughs> like because the first one was about yeah. like environmentalism and stuff like that. Like double down on it now. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like Death Stranding, I did not touch on this at all, but they have a like a huge social aspect of it. And like there's mm-hmm. a dedicated button to you shouting out like, hey, am I alone? And then if mm-hmm. players put down structures near you, they'll chime back at like mm-hmm. like themes pertinent to like uh, that theme being like, you know, connectivity and like social media and shit like that. And you're doing everything for likes like, I don't yeah. know, something super relevant to 2020, which is hard to mm-hmm. nail down in 2019. But like, I feel like, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's not a prediction. So shit's gonna shit's gonna be good in 2020. How about that? I don't fucking cool. know. Cool, cool, cool. God, confidence is your prediction, or, or <laughs> optimism is your prediction. I predict I will not be any more decisive than I am right now. Good, good. <laughs> I think that's a very, <laughs> very accurate prediction. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much uh, else to add uh, in terms of what I think we could get because I really think what I'm most looking forward to in terms of things we're not 100 percent on mm-hmm. is things that I don't think we're gonna get in 2020. Like, um, but I think will be announced for 2021 and later. Like, we know that uh, the Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel mm-hmm. are probably coming out 2021, 2022, but it's not, like, 100%. Kevin Feige said this past weekend that, like, they could be ready for 2021, but there's no hard release date announced. So we could see those then. It would be great to get a confirmation. Mm-hmm. I would also love to hear something about Deadpool 3. I think mm-hmm. we are going to get that eventually. That could be something we hear about in 2020. True. Also, the Obi-Wan series on Disney Plus is probably not 2020, but it's going to be the next, likely the next um, show that they make for by Lucasfilm for, mm-hmm. um, the, for, for Disney Plus for Star Wars. So it's likely we'll get a release date of that. So all those kind of things, like I, I want to know that those are coming. I want to know when, and mm-hmm. we'll probably find out next year. So, and also yeah. I just remembered the next gen consoles are coming out next year, holiday next oh, year. God. We totally skipped over that. <laughs> Horizon yeah, Zero wow. Dawn 2 is most likely going to be a PS5 launch game. I'd be very okay. surprised if that didn't happen. Yeah. That's my um, definitive we, prediction. We're going we're gonna to have to pencil that in for later. PS5, yeah. uh, Xbox, Scarlet or whatever. Like we are, I mean, state maybe, of play, maybe a switch, maybe a switch pro or something like we are going to get, some kind of major new gaming development in the next year, and mm-hmm. I hope it is as Good. hype as I want it to yeah. be. Yeah, maybe Spider Man PS Five or Spider Man Two will be a launch title. That I wouldn't. Cool. I, I would, it, I would not. I would not count that out. Like I, I could see. Yeah, that especially because considering how successful and how hyped up the first mm-hmm. one was, I would be. I'm. I'm. I would not be surprised if the day Spider Man PS Four came out, they were like, "All right." We're, we're heading back on those computers. Let's I mean, start making the second one, the, if not earlier than that, honestly. The early demos of PS5 used Spider-Man to show off how quick the load times are, because you could literally oh, go shit. from one end of the cool. city to the next. Like, yeah. Like, really, That's really awesome. nice. Yeah, I mean, and, and Spider-Man has, you know, through this last game, become one of PlayStation's yeah. number but, one IPs, yeah. which is it's like fucking awesome. So Kratos, yeah. Aloy, Spider-Man? Like. Spider-Man, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, hopefully, uh, Nathan Drake too, dude, come on. I know you don't play it. He's a dude. 
He's just some dude. Fucking Nathan Drake is more of a Sony mascot than fucking Aloy. All right. Fuck you, man. He's just some dude. <laughs> she is like a legend. Are you kidding me? She takes down uh, Robo Dinosaur. Right. I, I can do what Nathan Drake does. Mm, sure. All right. I will <laughs> put you to that test. Tune in next week as I hang Bo off of a cliff from a dangling train. <laughs> and we'll see how he holds on. Um, I'm saying yeah, I can't. So. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. Look, <laughs> 2020 is exciting. It's coming up. It's fucking crazy that this decade is ending. Uh, we are, are going to have a lot of recap type shows coming up in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite things of the decade, our favorite things of the year. Um, we'll do loosely define awards, which we also did last year, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We'll give some shout-outs for great stuff that came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look forward to all that coming up. Um, you can follow me at eWillshire Prime on the social medias. Um, I'm also on YouTube. Just look my name up. Uh, there's also links for things in the description for all the things I do and uh, Bo as well. Yes, you can follow me at Brother Grim with two M's. Or Brother Grim Bo. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I need to remember if I, my fucking hand. Get it? Fucking I know. right. I know. It's like I'm, <laughs> I'm horrible at self. Yeah. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. Brother Grim Bo. Follow me there. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Also follow us at Defined Loosely. On, on on the Twitter, yeah. yep, and, and uh, at, at loosely defined on Instagram, indeed. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, time codes are in the description. Always tell your friends about that if they're worried that these episodes are too long. <laughs> and uh, we also have clip outs on YouTube, so look mm-hmm. up loosely defined and loosely defined universe on YouTube for full episodes and clip outs that are much more digestible than these nearly two hour episodes. So Jeez, we appreciate Andrew you guys. We appreciate you guys sticking with us through all of it, though. Hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, hashtag stay loose. Stay loose.